back to the Ack Attack Podcast. As always, I'm your host, the Ice Wall, Jay. And joined as always is my co-host, Giant Prehistoric Predator Spiders, Z. How are you doing today, Z? You know, I'm doing just dandy. Just fine. You familiar with the Giant Predatory Prehistoric Spiders? Prehistoric Predatory Spiders? I guess. Are you, is this a real thing? What do you mean by the Ice Wall? I thought that was like a flat earth thing. Well, I'm referencing it because these are both things. These are both conspiracy theories that relate to Antarctica. So, for the uninitiated, the ice wall. Of so course. neither of them are real. Right? That, of course not. Well, so how how initiated could I really? You couldn't. That's why I was confused on how you were. Um, but yeah, just something I, I saw the. Some, I'm aware of the concept. Though. Yeah, you know, people like I saw some couple Im- images, of course, of these like fleshy spider monsters that we've awakened from the ice, and it's like, well, surely they would die. They're horrors, of course. I mean. Yeah, they they gnash they gnash against their their binds until they are broken and they are leashed upon the earth. I do I, obligatory. I do not fear what lurks beneath. You know the whole like board whatever insert percentage. Yeah. Right? So compared to the whole insert percentage of space here, I, I'm saying is there any way we can be certain there aren't? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, the Meg and the Meg two are not as historic, not as scientifically accurate. What about Godzilla? Well, that one was real. They really was Atlantis, and then Ken Watanabe blew it up with Godzilla inside and himself. He got that bomb. He was like, Godzilla, you're my friend. Even though Godzilla's like, I don't know who the fuck you are, Ken Watanabe. I'm a giant monster. He said, I've seen Inception and Call of Duty. You're working with I In the last Samurai, quite good. Bit of a white savior movie. Think about it, huh? Ken, Ken Watanabe. I mean, I destroyed Japan, but didn't really Tom Cruise destroy Japan. He, and he went, huh? And then he blew up. Um, King of the Monsters is a good movie. Well, it's a good Godzilla movie, I should say. Not in so far as other movies. From a story standpoint, it's really there for the monsters to fight. Which is really all you're there for in a Godzilla movie, but... Even still, the mom's whole plan. You familiar with the, the film? <laughs> yeah. I just want to see how long you're just going to keep spinning there. I was going to, I could have gone for a while. I went silent. I know. That's why I kept talking. That's, I, just, I just kept going and going. And going. You don't like that. Oh, I know. That camera's a good movie. It's not a white saber. It's not one of them. Hey, they can, they can be both. Yeah, hey, and that's fine. Pull the whole thing. doesn't need me. Does it? Really? But here you are. Tom Cruise is doing just fine. Leading that cult of his. So, but it's a good film, I think, and I enjoy it. I say his Mystic Punch is pretty good. Oh, yeah? You fan? Yeah, new Mountain Dew review, real quick at the top here. We're uh, rapid fire. We're doing a lot of topics, way more than we thought. Uh, that's good. Fruit punch flavored. Yeah, Diablo. I don't play Diablo. You played? No. <laughs> I've played Fate. That's similar. I don't know. I think so. They're both dungeon crawlers. I think. Is Diablo just like a roguelike? I don't know. I don't know what roguelike can be. Roguelike is every time you die, you reset, and there's a certain like there's a certain amount of rooms you have to pass through, and I think either like they're always changing. Or they're always the same, but they're always in a different order, perhaps. Like, Hades is a roguelike. Now, Fate is definitely everything you just said. Okay. So, I don't know if Diablo is. Perhaps no Fate is. Well, excellent. Now, on to the, on to the important things. Um, the Marvels. The newest Marvel film starring, well, all our favorite Marvel fans. Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and Monica <laughs> Rambeau. Uh, that's what we think. <laughs> I liked it. I, I enjoyed it. It was good. I had a thing I wanted to say. Excellent. I mean, you're doing so. No, no, sure, go ahead. No, please. All right, so I was going to say, leading in, probably the biggest, um, the the backdrop to this this release here is is the the so called downfall of the MCU. Correct. Yeah, it's quote in shambles. Quote in shambles. I've quote. It's all over. Quote. We'll never be back. Quote, we'll never. Be, they're not making those Avengers movies, are they? That's a, these are all takes I've seen. So the Marvels, Marvels, the Marvels, <laughs> is poised to be the if not already we're, we're at Saturday night. Mm. Scores not. It is poised to be the. Worst opening ever. Ooh. Even include Iron Man. I guess Iron Man, which seems weird to me. So it had a previews, which is just Thursday night. Yeah. Um, showing of six million <clears throat> puts it below the Flash, and I think Blue Beetle maybe. The Flash. That's right. not good. 
Nobody ah, liked the Flash. Um, yeah, so it, it's the MCU's lowest ever box office opening at forty-seven million. Damn, which again doesn't seem super super low by a lot of standards, but you know it goes hand in hand with the thing I've been saying all year long, which is well, everyone's movies are too expensive. Yeah, yeah, no. So I guess uh, Iron Man one did have a much better opening than that. So was domestic. Yeah, no, it had a ninety-eight million. Jesus, that's pretty good. That's really good for nothing. That's so weird. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, and then of course this has allowed people to concoct any number of elaborate theories and schemes, narratives and takes they want about the movie that it's the also the worst MCU movie or you know go work go broke whatever you want to say about it right there's a woman in it um but i think that's it's just interesting to know just as again as a, as a backdrop to all this is that you know in addition to the a number of uh well, let's let's say missteps maybe Mm-hmm. In the MCU this year, right? Whether in film or television, um, there's definitely a, a, I would say, a changing like public attitude towards the MCU. Mm-hmm. It's no longer the the glory days of Civil War to Endgame, where right? They could do no wrong. Basically. It was just absolute bangers. Um, and this is a phenomenon we've talked about for the past couple of years on the show here, right? With the moves and stuff, and that, and how it's it's led people to be not completely objective. I don't think when it comes to these movies. Um, either in like a positive or negative sense, right? Mm. But uh, in terms of this one in particular, yeah, that's that's the that's going to be the big talking point on it. I think, regardless of you know who actually goes to see it and what what people actually think of the film itself, this is definitely going to be a big part of the narrative going forward. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's only um, exacerbated by, and we also talked about this how the two of the leads are characters who were. At least developed because typically Monica Rambeau was introduced in the first Captain Marvel film. He introduced and developed and are developed in television shows on Disney Plus. So if you don't have Disney Plus, you won't really know who you won't know who Kamala Khan is really, or really Monica Rambeau's deal after she's a child in the nineties. So there's also like, uh, can they? Are they still trying to do the half and half? Or like, yeah, we'll give you the gist, and you don't really need to watch the shows. Or a thing where like, no, you got to watch the shows. Like you kind of got to get in on this. I think it's more of the former because they give you enough, like they explain enough things to uh, out loud and give exposition that you can kind of get the gist of what's going on. Mm. If not, obviously the total context, but I think so. Uh, and it's I don't know it. it I, I suppose it's definitely more so than some other things, but I I also think that's a narrative that gets dredged up too much with some of the recent movies. In terms of, uh, I think that effect. The, the effect that that has on, on the performance of some of these things is perhaps overstated, or maybe I'm understanding it, I don't know. But I think the thing is that a lot of these, even the older movies, are, are probably a little more interconnected, or basically on the same level as some of these, right? Which is like, yeah. yes, you can watch them, but there is probably, you know, you definitely get a lot more out of them by watching the other ones. And I, I all I'm saying is I think that's always kind of been the case, and I don't think that's solely responsible for the performance of these going for i don't think that people are literally like well i'm not going to go see the marvels because i don't know because the people who don't care about the continuity like that don't think that way to begin with right yeah they would just be like oh there's a new one i'm going to go see it right they don't think well who's that character i don't recognize her that must be a show i have to watch like no they wouldn't that's not how they would yeah, they just move on. but the, the actual movie itself let's get into here so basically as we've all seen from the the trailers and the end of miss marvel and stuff right it's i mean it's the marvels it's a movie. <laughs> it's a title of the movie. It's all of them teaming up. So yeah, they're all entangled. They're light-based powers. We've got we've got a new villain, a new accuser, basically. 
Uh, I don't know what her name is. Couldn't tell you her name. Ebiad or whatever the fuck. Some put a, you know, it's got a hyphen in there. Yeah, it's, uh, maybe an apostrophe or two. Who knows? And she's and starts the movie. She's looking for something, and she finds what the other bangle. She finds the other bangle that matches Kamala's from Miss Marvel, and she's like, "Got this bangle. Time to save the Kree world." And in the second one, so she activates it, and at the same time she does that, uh, Captain Marvel. Oh. Uh, Darben. Was it him? Darben. Darben. What a dumb name. <laughs> she activates and opens a big old portal. She opens a jump point. And uh, both Captain Marvel and Rambo touch touch a jump point at that same time as Kamala activates her bangle. And they all get mixed together with it because they're all kind of connected through those powers. Uh, and then there's a whole little fight scene where they're all constantly switching, which I liked. I thought that was fun. Yeah. Um. Because one's in space, they're bo- they've yeah they've varied where they are, um, but everyone's trying to get back to each other, so they're kind of almost getting all together, and they finally all converge. Um, and then uh, what happens after the if the fight scene they she we all they all get together and they're like we gotta go we, we gotta stick together and do this whole mission. Basically, the whole gist of the movie is that Darben, uh, the Kree homeworld, Hala. Hello. has been destroyed by civil war following uh, which I guess is a spoiler we'll just do all spoilers well, we always just do. do spoilers like we always do so following the events of Captain Marvel um, Captain Marvel did what she was, said she was going to do basically and she just returned to Hala and killed the supreme intelligence <laughs> blew it up and in doing so plunged the Kree Empire into civil war Hala specifically which now the the you know 20 years of which has ravaged it and um, turned into it's Mandalore. basically unlivable Yes, it's like Mandalore. That's exactly what I thought too. So, mm-hmm. the basically the three big components, <laughs> the three the three MacGuffins we want to get, if you will, is new new air, new water, new sun, new water, new sun. Because <laughs> that'll fix all the issues. Doesn't seem like that should have, how that no. should work. But I don't. I also really don't understand what they did to the sun. I don't know how that's related. But they're gonna suck the sun and our sun into their sun. I guess they did big space battle stuff to fuck up the sun, even. But that's weird to me. But fine. Yeah. So basically, that's that's what it is. She's been jumping around a planet to planet, um, wanting to wanting to steal stuff. So and she's, we got to stop her. She's targeting specific planets that Captain Marvel likes because she hates Captain Marvel. They call her the Annihilator because she blew up the AI and because she killed the Supreme Intelligence. She feels bad about it. And uh, yeah, I don't know. The basic plot of this is kind of it's pretty pretty well basic. I think. Yeah. Like I don't think that this is anything too special. Um. I don't know. I guess it's like a twist. Like, oh, she killed the Supreme Intelligence. That's kind of the... It's treated with a little bit of weight, right? Because it goes to explain as well uh, Carol and Monica's dynamic to an mm-hmm. extent and stuff. But in general, it wasn't super like... The plot wasn't super compelling. I think it's fair to say, and, and this is a common enough thing I've seen, right? I think this entire movie is carried by the interactions between the, the, three of them. the so-called Marvels here, right? Mm-hmm. And probably one in particular. Would, old- you, would you agree, Jack? Yeah, probably good old Kamala Khan. I think that Amon Valani threw on the old proverbial backpack and chucked the whole cast of this movie in there and just huffed him up a hill, you know? Yeah. Nick Fury's Samuel Jackson. Nick Fury's it. doing good too. I he's Samuel it. Jackson. He's Samuel Jackson. You make him a side bit. character in the thing and he'll he'll carry most of the other scenes. He's he's really Sam Jackson up in this one. It's like I it cannot be overstated, Jack. For me personally, I don't know if you felt the same thing. Mm. How like what a fucking contrast this film is compared to Secret Invasion. Like, what a, like, what, what was that fucking TV show that we had to watch, Jack? <sighs> For a couple reasons. One, Samuel, like, Nick Fury in this, not even the same man. Happy. Now, I think Nick Fury in this, to be fair, is a little bit more zany than he's been in 
Most of the things. Most of the MCU stuff, to be fair. Mm-hmm. But because this is probably, the again, maybe the most he, zany he's been, and then Secret Invasion is the most super serious he's, he is. Just what a what a contrast that is. Yeah, and this was like interesting, and I liked it more, and Secret Invasion was boring. Boring and that terrible. Ben and Mendelsohn also, a third of a tomato. What a, because in that show, the whole premise is that the scrolls are angry because they don't have a different no, planet. Oops, and no, in, whole this, world. in this movie, they just have a they have an emperor. They have an emperor who's running a, a large, somewhat large colony. Honestly, one of they many. They have a colony world, and they have multiple colonies. So uh, why didn't he take them there? What is that about? Did I miss something? I thought I did. I was like, well, what's happening? Did the writers not meet each other? I, saw, I didn't follow up on this, but I saw someone on, let's say, the, like, yeah, the Emperor guy was mentioned in Secret Invasion. I'm like, what? If they knew he was out there living on a different planet, just kind of having leave? a decent time. What? And then I saw see, people say that initially Secret Invasion was meant to be after this movie, oh. before things got moved around at some point. And maybe that explains it, is that during Secret Invasion, like they would be once again looking for... Because like they are once again without a homeworld, and maybe that's causes the friction. But I don't, man. I just thought that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I saw. I was like, "What are we doing? They have an emperor. They're like setting up empires and shit. What the fuck? What was Talos doing? They died for nothing. They're doing like super scroll shit for nothing. I don't. I don't know. I guess so. I I, I guess. What was? Why they could just live there? I mean, they would have got sucked up when the when the atmosphere got gone. So that yeah, but they would have had but... a couple good, a couple good years of it. At least twenty. Yeah, right. So I don't. I have no clue. Nick Fury's the bad guy of Secret Invasion for real this time. I guess so. Like, did he just not tell them? <laughs> He's like, I can't tell about this. They'll, they'll want to leave, and I won't be the greatest spy ever. I want, yeah, I want have my army of shapeshifters to run my spy empire for me. So, I don't know. I just thought that was crazy. So did I. Uh, also, how how st- how sucking the air out of a planet and moving it to another planet is that? What do you? Yeah, I mean, I, I think this the science of this film in general. It was a bit hand wavy. I think just you like, just kind of have to leave that. Yeah. Right. Get out of here. Because yeah. I don't think any of that really works, except maybe water. But also, they're not the same planet. You can't just like to say that the planet is experiencing a drought, so we need to take all this water. Like that's not how droughts work. They're, the water's still on the planet somewhere, right? Like just adding more water to the the hydrosphere of your planet isn't probably going to have the effect you would yeah. think that it would would. I don't think that's what you want. I don't think you just want more water. Be like, we need to cover more of this planet's surface in water, and that'll help. You think? Will it? Will and then, yeah. I don't, I, atmospheres are not just air. It's not like in Spaceballs where they, they, they make the big vacuums. Yeah, they have specific compositions. I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like you're just not supposed to worry about it. How does portaling the sun through give you a good sun again? Are they going to swap suns? Or are they going to do a good little sun swap? Fire up the, was their sun going to fight? Was, was our sun going to like jumpstart their sun? I, that's what? what I think. How can I jumpstart their sun? So, was that sun? even going to be a destructive process then? But when they did it, it somehow made the sun go out, remember? So I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And then Captain Marvel just lit it up. They're like, Captain Marvel, you can do this, actually. And she's like, oh, I guess I can. And that's beside the point of, like, you just do it on planets that are uninhabited. But we come to learn that, that which did make sense to me. Like, it's because she was doing it on purpose. Yeah, she's specifically targeting people to be, to, like, spiteful. So yeah. that was, I was like, okay, that makes sense. That makes enough sense. So yeah. That's, that's, that part's fine. Um, oh, also the, the quantum entanglement stuff, that's not really... Right, but they're all, it's, there's like a vague scientific sort of explanation to it, right? Which is quantum entanglement, which is the thing like yeah, I just, pretend to understand. Sometimes. You just throw quantum on something, and you go, "Well, I, I well, that's a thing, right?" So you know, quantum entanglement that there's like the particles are just connected, yeah, by some mechanism which we don't fully understand. We don't understand yet. Um, at a at a way in a way that travels faster than light, even right, like mm. across incomprehensible distances. 
um, like what well, we think, I mean, I guess we've never observed this, right? But we think like opposite ends, of, like, the, like it shouldn't be, um, like stopped by distance kind of thing. Like, yeah. The distance is nothing to them. Limited by distance that you can, uh, I don't know. They call it, it's like spin, right? It's mm. like downspin on a particle and then it's, it's entangled particle will upspin and if you it's but it's somehow it only happens if we observe it i don't know it's 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 like i said i only pretend to understand it. i think everyone i think that's the thing we've observed on planet Earth. this planet though yeah like we've entangled particle or we've seen particles be i don't i don't know how we found two entangled particles unless we did it someone's like what the fuck is this but we've observed it on like different parts of this planet and observe that it must be happening everywhere faster than this speed of light yeah. because it's, it's just instant i don't know it's it's very well look into it do a science career on it Maybe I'll Maybe study. Up. I'll pull Loki and study for centuries. But would that mean your light-based superheroes switch places? I mean, probably not. Okay, but whatever, right? Again, there's a vague thread of of realism to that. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I did I did find that it created interesting enough action set pieces. Yeah, they they made good use of it. I I quite liked the montage where they were learning how to use it. Right. Mm-hmm. In and they and then you know in the final battle they were able to use that effectively. Enjoyed that. What else do we enjoy? Um, I like the Singing Planet. Singing Planet was fun. Uh, it's a fun little thing. They only, they only can talk through singing. Yeah. And her husband's like, actually, he's bilingual, so he can just talk regularly. It's like, doing it the whole time. It's pretty good. That's good. Uh, I liked Kamala Khan's family, of course. Yes, they were, they were good. The cons are great. Yep. Mom, dead. Oh, I like the cats. The I cat. Like the I quite enjoy that. I mean, maybe that isn't like, is that silly? Is that dumb? I don't know. Maybe. It was silly, but I thought it was fun. But when there's just a bunch of cats running around. They're like, they were let, let them eat cats. you. I thought that was fun. I, I, thought, I thought it was it was fun, but there was like a weird like kind of sinister undertone. Well, I think that's the yeah, I think yeah that's the, the joke, idea. Because right? it's like, all right, let them eat you, and they're Kamala like Kamala trapping Kamala them. The one, the one scientist lady who's working with Monica. It's like I don't know, it's like out of Alien or something. She's yeah. like running down the corridor, and then she's like hiding in the corner, like, Ooh, and then <laughs> this goose and the other one. They just come around on their other side, and yeah, I don't know, it's pretty good. I thought the same thing. I was like, this is kind of dark because well they try to explain it to him but everyone's just in a panic and they're just running away and they're just chasing them with the yeah. just eating them up like, that would be terrifying if that was you like, why, is, why is miss marvel doing this no please i don't want to get eaten by the cat <laughs> they can't have all been fine how many cats can they fit how many people can fit in a cat well there's it, it's some you know not they do not seem to be uh burdened by yeah bound by the normal constraints yeah. of goose ate a whole couch physics yeah so yeah I don't. I don't think that's really how that works. No, no. See, he seems fine. I guess uh, the weird scene where Goose just licks herself with all her tentacles. Yeah, I sure. was like, you got to linger on that. Is Goose a girl? I mean, she gave birth. I assume. Oh, I guess that's a good point. I didn't think it was like that. A little size for you. Suppose like Nick Fury seemed kind of cool with it for, for the fact that it. She took its eye, it, his, his eye out. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, hey, goose bad you. goose. <laughs> I'm like, man, you better watch how you talk to us. Take your other eye. It'll yeah. be double bypass, Nick Fury. Come on, Nick Fury. Um, what else happens in this movie? One thing. Well, what anything else you liked? Um, I think that's most of it. Yeah. Again, I I did I really liked this Marvel. Yeah, she was probably she definitely a standout. I think she tied it all together. Oh, for sure. Uh, one thing I didn't quite enjoy is that I felt like they were kind of setting up Kamala's bangle to be the fix to the uh, like whole problem of the movie and then she just didn't use it they were like and eh, monica you can fix it because they're like this bangle opens the portals i was like oh because kamala can mix things out of light she'll just close it mm-hmm. with her power or she'll take both and like with the powers combined to use it yeah it's not <laughs> but then it wasn't well because they so in this movie i don't remember if they've called them this in 
if they called them Miss Marvel or not. I don't mm-hmm. think they did, right? Uh-huh. But in this movie, they've they've made them the Quantum Bands. Yeah. Right. Which in the comics are are very much a distinct thing. Right. They have nothing to do with Miss Marvel, of course, on any level. Right. The Quantum Bands are what um. Captain Marvel. I think. I, no. Oh, me. I thought Adam Warlock had them, and then Quasar has them. Uh, probably. Quasar definitely has them for a time. That's like Quasar's thing. She's a Quantum Bands. I think that's why she's. Quasar. Powered, I guess. Yeah, that's why she's Quasar. I, th- I think. I don't know, though. But, um, so they've made them, they've, yeah, they've made them Miss Marvel's bangle, and then, which we knew from the show that she had a, there was a pair and all that, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's still kind of, un, it's, it's a bit vague what they're for, what they do, because the one Miss Marvel has doesn't seem to be able to do the thing where it absorbs power, right? Or at least she doesn't yeah. use it in that way. And we know, and we, we also knew this from the show and everything, like, that's not what she gets her powers from, yeah, she's strictly speaking, because, yeah, she's a mutant, I guess, now. That's right. Forgot about that. And so, she died, and they came back so they could make her mutant. Yeah, 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 yeah that, that, you know. But so, I don't I don't really know what the quantum bands did or for, or what, what we needed them for, I guess. Yeah, they said they made all the jump points. They're like, it's a legend where they make them all. Oh, yeah, that's just, yeah. So, but I was like, okay. Somehow they can manipulate it. But it, the guy, t- her... Her, her dude in the beginning, right? It's like, you need them both or you'll kill yourself. It'll be too much power kind of thing. But then she has them both and it's and too dies. much power anyway. But then Kamala uses them both and it's not too much power. Isn't it just? Isn't it just? And then they just power up Mon- to Monica and then she... Which, her being able to absorb and redirect power is not a thing that had been shown prior, right? Like, that, she's just like, ah, I know what I, I know what to do. Just shoot me with a bunch of power and then I'll redirect it. Wait, what? Is that a thing you can do? I I feel like I was like, did I miss something? I I think she uses it one other, t- maybe one other time in the movie, but it's not pointed out as a thing that she can do. She can see light. She's like Miss Marvel. She sh- absorbs light. And Captain Marvel absorbs light. I can see light, and you can make light in a physical matter. It's like, all right, but you can do you be like become light maybe or become intangible or mm-hmm. kind of vague and fly somewhat. I- yeah, in the beginning, it seems like that's her main thing is become intangible but then she can kind of just do power blasts too yeah i don't fucking know not a lot of arm making from kamala she isn't she isn't big in it all she's yeah. the hand once at the end she does a couple big punches doesn't she i don't think she makes like a hand like she doesn't make like body parts like she did yeah. in her show she's just like the platform thing and like yeah. the wall which you know cla- old classics mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. uh she gets a glove with like the scarf that gets real strong i did not like their costumes, most of the costumes, two thirds of them, I should say. Two thirds. I like Marvel, Captain Marvel's quite a bit. Mm. Carol Danvers. I, which I think we talked about in the trailer. I was like, that's a really like simple comic book esque. It's very reminiscent of. I'm sure I said all this, but it's very reminiscent of original Captain Marvel, right? Mm. Back in the day, which is cool. It's it's just really simple. It in terms of like the design, right? It is just the you know three main kind of colors there, but it has the texture, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like I think the type of thing you kind of need just a little bit. I know people make fun of like textures and the, all that. yeah, the, the the superhero movie suits for being too textured and having too much going on, and that's very much a danger. But I think something like that, the overall design of it's very simple, and then it's just got yeah the texture to make it look a little more like I don't know something. Mm. But then I think Kamala's and uh, Monica's were, were very much like over designed for me, yeah. a little bit too much. I don't love the choice to to just continue with the idea that. Monica's costume is basically just the star, star um, short s- saber. Saber. Ah, this see in in the comics they are sword, right? Yeah. So I don't know why they made them saber in this. Because sword. No one says saber and shield. I guess is that a new new thing? Like, is it different? Is it distinct from? Unless we're just misremembering, we're not, are we? I hope not. 
best possible. I'm pretty sure they're called Saber. I, I think I think it is Saber. It's Saber in the yeah it's Saber in the movie. Maybe Sword is the ground based one still, and Sword is the space. space. Saber is the space one. But again, the whole point of so- Sword is that they're they're the attack. They're the space one. Mm. They're the uh, space one. They're the uh, space one. Space. But yeah, I think it's weird when everyone on, on the space station is walking around just like walking around with Monica. And it, it makes her costume a little less distinct. They, at that point, they got to give her the cape or something weird, <laughs> like she had back in the day. I don't know. But I yeah, she, I thought both of theirs were a little over over designed. Basically, I thought she'd pick get her name at the end, be like, and I, yeah, I'm my name. Or I can't remember. It's a weird. I mean, it's photon. Photon. It's a weird thing, right? That the MCU has always kind of done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one really has superhero names. Only the ones we all kind of know them still. Anyways, like it's funny you said that because I saw literally, uh, you know, like the the collectible popcorn tin. Says Photon on there with Monica, but then like she's like, I don't want a name, and we never do. We never know what the name is. Yeah, it's a fun scene. She's she's running all the names. She says Spectrum at one point, which is uh one of one of her aliases in the comics that she has been at different points mm-hmm. when she's not being Captain Marvel. Because for a lot of times she was she was Captain Marvel for a long time in the like eighties nineties I think. At one point, Monica Rambeau, Captain Marvel, was like the leader of the Avengers. Like she has, she has a whole, uh, storied, storied history as that. So, in fact, Carol being Captain Marvel is recent. Is itself recent because she's Miss Marvel for she was a Ms. lot Marvel of the nineties and stuff. Time. Yeah. So she tries to kill herself in a comic. Oh yeah, she does have a bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's see, that's the thing is that like in the MCU, her being like, "Oh, I stole your name because I'm Miss Marvel," doesn't really hit the same because. Carol Danvers was never called Miss Marvel, so mm-hmm. doesn't really work in there. Sounds like you just made it up. Yeah, that's right though. Yeah, but um, uh, so the end of the movie is that they don't see the sun. They they resolve it. Uh, also, we resolve well before that. We resolve the trauma between Monica and Carol when she's like, "Why didn't you come back, man? My mom died of cancer, and you weren't there." She's like, "I was there, but you were gone." Um, so I came back when you were gone, and then I didn't, and then I left again. Uh. And she's like, well, I wanted to, f- I really, I kind of bungled the Cree thing. So I, w- I didn't want to come back because I was ashamed. So I wanted to fix it before I came back. She's like, you could just come back, man. I'm not going to hate you for that. Yeah, it's a pretty dumb explanation. I don't know if that's better or worse than just being like, I was busy. Yeah. Because I feel like, I mean, as, as shitty as it would be on an individual level, I can kind of, I really can kind of understand that, right? Yeah. Cause she was like, I got to, I got to help the whole scrolls. Like, I was kind of like their yeah. helper. When the whole universe, I really did kind of vibe with the explanation that, She's like, yeah, you guys got the Avengers. The rest of the galaxy is just me, pretty much. Yeah, so I, I gotta, gotta like, run around and help everybody. I kind of worked for me. Not like I was ashamed, but it is good to learn that she did see Maria. Oh yeah, I was, I was like, man, you can't see your friend. There's when Nick for a college. She's like, well, I'm back on Earth, and I'm gonna leave immediately, real quick. Um, we're leaving. I, I kind of did forget that like Monica gets blipped, falls asleep, and is blipped, and then her mom dies when she's gone. Forgot that. I was like, man, I remember how fucked up that was. It's pretty heavy, right? That's heavy stuff. Um. That was good. Um, so then, I miss anything else? Yeah, almost everything. Except for the end. So at the end, she tears a the villain, whose name I've already forgotten, tears a big old hole uh, in space-time continuum. And she's like, that's another dimension. Whoa. Look at it, it's all falling I didn't apart. get it. I don't know how that happened. I don't know why it's another dimension, because it's just, it's just a portal through space. Because the whole movie had just been portals through space. But now it's... Like the, you know, like the jump point things. And now it's like, that's a different... That's a different, yeah, a different reality. Really? Whoa, you better not go through there. God, what will happen if somebody goes through there? Will they meet some characters? Who knows? Uh, some of they like, all right, boys, just light me up, load me up, do a little M. Bishop type scenario, and I'm going to close the, the hole. And I've just thought of this right now. 
So let's do it right now. So they do it. And she flies off. She's glowing a brilliant white. And she closes it. She's like, Carol, I'm going to stay in this other side. I, I actually can't come back. I decided right now. Even though, why don't you just close it from the other side? You clearly can close it from both sides if you open it from both sides. So she closes it. And then Carol tries to get her. And she's too... Oh, she, she's not fast enough. And the thing closes. She just flies through space. And Monica yeah. is dead, maybe. This was pretty... This was kind of silly. I gotta say, I can. I'm. I'm. I'm man enough to admit that this was like a nothing scene. Like this is what people make. F- this is the type of stuff people do make fun of. When they're yeah. like, oh, it's just pots and pans. It's just for. It's because it's like, yeah. What was this? And she's like, well, you load. If you load me up with all the power, I can go through the other, and then I can fix the hole with all the power. But oh, it's not good enough, and I couldn't get through because I didn't have enough power. Like, and I'm stuck. What the fuck was that? That's nothing. You right? just came up with it. You just said it ten seconds ago. That is what. That's the type of shit Scorsese's talking about when he's like, "This is this roller coasters. This isn't the cinema of human emotions." Like, yes, you're not wrong, yeah. right? Because that was that was dumb and bad and completely unnecessary, especially when it's so transparently um, just to set up like more movies. <laughs> and who could be in those movies? We'll find out. Dumb, bad. I hate that people. Anyone tried to make it. They they, they tried to make it. At any point, seemed like it was going to be a real emotional thing of like, oh, can you believe Monica's gone? And oh, she didn't make it. And we, we lost one. And Nick Fury's sad about it and they have to clean out her desk. Why? Why? Leave don't it open. Do She'll be back in a don't month. Don't even put that scene in your movie. Okay? Yeah. I just don't care. Because then they're like, oh, she's coming back, right? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, she didn't die in any conventional sense of the word. <laughs> yeah. She's not a dead person. So just talk to Dr. Strange. No she reason- could probably find her. <laughs> you had no reason to believe she was dead. So let's not even make a big deal about this, huh? But they will. So it ends with, uh, you know, Monica. Not Monica, she's dead. Um, Carol and Kamala. Ha- Kamala's family helping uh, Carol move in to uh, Monica's old house in Louisiana. I think, are, they, are they both moving? Are they all moving in? I don't know. I couldn't tell. It was unclear. It seemed like. At first, it- I was like, oh, they're just helping Carol move in. But it, then she was like, you can raise a family here. Yeah, that made me seem like they're all going to live in the big house. That's what I'm thinking because Carol's like, oh, I'll go Because they space. smashed her. Because they smashed the apartment or the house they had lived in, but yeah. it'd be weird if they're like Miss Marlowe just doesn't live in Jersey City anymore. She just what's what's her Louisiana. what's her friend from the show? I don't remember what's his name. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But poor him, the he's, buddy guy. Yeah. He's like, oh Kamala, I think I love. He's like, actually, I'm moving to Louisiana <laughs> with with literal Captain Marvel, my my childhood hero. I'm living with her. It's gonna be great. So yeah, that was, that's fun. There, she's got a family. I probably so Captain Marvel can have like people to talk to and like sure. be a real person. Because she's been living in space with a cat, in a spaceship alone for years. Yeah. Um, that's something I liked that in this movie she wasn't like I work alone. I'm like she was like, yeah, I could actually probably use a little human interaction. Maybe I'm so lonely. <laughs> I got this fucking cat monster. Oh, well, Valkyrie of... shows up. I forgot about oh, that. Yeah. Is that anything? They do a little kiss. She kisses her on the cheek. Sure. I kind of like that, but then I was just like, man, this is one of those things that would just be incomprehensible, right? Yeah. Even more so than the other stuff because they take zero time. To explain that, you have no hope of knowing who that is unless you already do, right? Mm-hmm. No hope. I don't even think they name them. Like, they don't say, say I got a friend showing up. They don't, ex- like, exchange pleasantries of any kind. It's just like, hey, thanks for your help. Who's that? You got to work alone. I'm in a suit. She just magic, that, that lady just magic teleported here in a pants suit. What is going on? Taking <laughs> all the scrolls away? She's going to kill the scrolls? <laughs> all the scrolls living in a new Asgard? Like, that is nothing, right? Absolutely nothing. So, I don't know how to feel about that one. Well, I do not feel poorly. But then the last scene in the movie, fun little scene, we finally get what we wanted, what we've been saying all along. So we go to New York City and Kate Bishop's there with, uh, what was the dog's name? Lucky. Lucky. I want to say pizza, but Lucky just likes pizza. Well, they call him pizza dog. So that's, right. that's fine. Right, right. Okay. That's why I knew it. Um, 
So she comes home, and then Kamala Khan pulls a Nick Fury and is sitting in a chair, which I thought was a fun scene. I did think this was fun as well. Um, part, I mean, it's just it's just fun in universe, but also because I was like, I bet Amon Valadi had a good time doing that. Yeah, you bet she had a great time pretending to be the Nick Fury guy. You've uh, taken your first step into a larger world. Like, come <laughs> on, that's great. I liked that quote. She's a like, lot. I, I've been while following you in this. I, I found on my couch. <laughs> um, it's very fun because she's like trying to be serious, but then she's not. Yeah, she's clearly not super great at it. Yeah. And she's like, where'd you get that? Uh, my couch. Fun on my couch. You know, you're, not, you're not the only kid super Kate, Kate Bishop's like, what? What do you mean on your couch? What are you talking about? You? I'm 23. I'm not a kid. I'm like, okay. I'm glad they're like, I'm not. I'm not a child. You're kind of extra, yeah. Because also, Haley Steinfeld's not 23 either. People pointed out, and I don't know, people made a big deal about this one or the other. Um, like, people pointed this out, and then people are like, why do you feel the need to point that out kind of thing? But Haley Steinfeld is now older than Scarlett Johansson was when she started at you know, in Iron Man 2, right? And yeah. when she did that, that was very much not like a, I'm a young hero role, right? That no. was just, I'm Black Widow, I'm here. Mm. So there was something to that, that like, yeah, these young Avengers are not going to be very young. No. And people would make, what I meant by that was people may think, oh, why do you need to comment on actresses' ages? And I, I get that to an extent as well, right? Mm. But for, for the purpose of, it's called the young Avengers. That's the only feels thing, act. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyone who's trying to make a big deal about saying Hallie Steinfeld's old or anything is obviously wrong. She's dating Josh Allen. You're just jealous. That's right. <laughs> of her, Josh Allen. I, well, I don't know if I'm jealous of Josh Allen. He's getting further away from the Super Bowl every right. year. He lost to the Bengals horribly. You're, je- you're jealous of Hallie Steinfeld. You wish you were dating Josh Allen. Absolutely. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But what are you going to do? But yeah. Um, I mean, we've done it, Jack. We've won. We've won. This is something we've been Day one. hanging our hat on for years now. Two years at least. For many a time. Six episodes. This is our, this is our like, whatever, like pet theory here on the, yeah. on the show. Our magnum opus, but not a that it was anything because it seems it was it was very obvious, right? It was not much of a theory, no, right? Like, like we for all, a moment we thought it was all over, and then we were like, man, this very obvious thing we predicted might not actually happen. Maybe it was, but it's gonna it's gonna come to some kind of fruition. Yeah, we're so back now somehow. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how they they play it all off. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, the implication here is that she's like, oh, well, we worked as a team, so what if we did teams? But it's like, the Avengers do exist. in the, Like, you're not doing anything interesting by being like, by having Kamala Khan be like, what if we did Avengers, maybe? Kind of the Avengers? Yeah, Kamala, go ahead. What do you... I Like, is she going to be like, where do the Avengers, you, Kate Bishop Hawkeye, and also Captain Marvel's going to hang out with me, too, so we'll have her if we need her. So it's like, just have you two do yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I guess it's because we, we haven't really seen anything since endgame right about the avengers working together as a unit at all whichever whoever's even remaining that is right um so i guess that's part of it i mean it, also who even like who even was in the avengers when they did and who were your card carrying members by the end there right ant-man for a while there it was like but was he is ant-man ever in the avengers properly no you I see what i mean like I think technically, he's just there and he's just around game. like most of them aren't technically right i guess they'd be as if endgame Black it would be Widow. like the, it's like the Civ- Civil War crew, right? And like, then maybe like Rocky's guys. It's like it's War a Machine. Tony War Machine Vision. Black Widow defects to Captain America's yeah, team and runs away with them, right? That's Scarlet Witch because he defects, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's like who's even in the Avengers? So I get that, but at the same time, again, it's still. And I think probably I talked about this at one point, but that's the way that the Young Avengers came to be in the comics was after the, there was a period where the. Avengers genuinely disassembled. They like disbanded because of Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. Yeah. It's always. It's Scarlet always. Witch. It's almost like Scarlet Witch. Um, they just can't get new stories. It's her and the Phoenix. They always be fucking yeah. shit up. So they did that, and then 
there was truly like a vacancy there, but I don't know. They haven't really, they just haven't established it much one way or the other is all I'm saying, right? Mm. They need to definitively be like, yeah, there's no Avengers now or like the Avengers are still a thing. Because as of right now, it's not super clear. It's, it does seem like they're not a thing, right? Because the only stories we've gotten is people run around on their own. So we'll it see. seems like a pretty nebulous term though. It's mostly like, well, if you hang out with us, if you did a, if you did a fight with us, you're an Avenger. You're an Avenger, yeah. Spider-Man's an Avenger. You know, Doctor Strange is an Avenger. Guardians are Avengers. Sure, why not? Right? Who gives a shit? Freaking Wong is Ant-Man an wrote in his book, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He's like, I was an Avenger. Were you? Were you Ant-Man? <laughs> but he's not avenging. He's just, you know, he's going Ant-Man-ing. into weird dimensions. So. He's fighting Kang the Conqueror. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, nonetheless, I, I enjoyed that. I did see a f- goofy, uh, let's see if I can bring it up. Goofy fan poster for the Young Avengers, and it just had like Daredevil, <laughs> classic Young Avenger, and Echo, and like, and it's like, what are you, what are you talking about? Just picking a bunch of street level heroes. I guess I don't know what the logic was because it was like half of them were not young by really any description. Oh, here it is. Here it is. It's so on this poster, there's six heroes. You want to guess who they are? Uh, Daredevil. Yep. Echo. It's because I already told you those. Yeah. yeah. Vision. No, not Vision. So, okay, some of them are actually young. Oh, young, okay. Kamala? Kamala and... And Kate Bishop. Right. Is Yolanda on there? Nope. Uh, I don't think it's one of the, I don't think it's either the twins. No, from, it's not. Because they'd be... Well, uh, they've not really appeared. That's true. It is one of the ones we've actually seen. Is it Cassie? No, it's not Cassie. That, that would be a good one. <laughs> they mentioned... Cause they then, do mention her by name. Yeah. yeah, she's like... Well, not by name. But they, I guess, but she's like, Ant-Man's got a daughter. Um, You're right. We have seen her actually do superhero stuff whereas like patriot the twins we haven't seen them do anything yet yeah, so. yeah. it's oh. Riri williams oh right yeah okay from and then it's also just captain america just sam wilson captain america <laughs> what is this <laughs> it's the worst post i've ever seen <laughs> half of them are just grown-ass men or well, whatever echo and, and then two like 40 plus year old men what is that <laughs> young avengers what is that about yeah that's compared to that random dude for saber who's 300 i don't know where they get that guy from he's picking up aliens to work for the earth no, isn't he Asgardian, that guy? Oh, I guess he would be. Yeah, that I think sense. that's what he was. Because it seemed like they were made up of all kinds. Like, they had some aliens working there and some... Asgardian folks. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Makes sense. That was fun scene. We just like, you know, you can actually diversify your portfolio. <laughs> it's never too, never too late or too early. Uh, and then the second end credit scene, you know, the big point to screen. Because that one's just in the movie. Yeah, that was in the movie. They counted. I I looked it up during... I it. think there was maybe... It's, it feels like they probably were going to or yeah. whatever. Who, who knows how that came to be, you know? But yes, it did not end up being a post thing at all. It's just at the end of the film. Which is fine. I, I didn't mind it. Yeah. At this point, wouldn't care if they did that for all of them, frankly. Because we're all just sitting there. Like, it's always... It, it's very telling at this point when nobody gets up, right? Mm. When we all just sit there through the credits anyways, it's like, who... If it, it feels performative at this point, I'm just gonna say it because we all know, right? Yeah. Not that I don't enjoy them, I guess. I, I guess I still kind of do, but um, it, they've lost their charm. They've certainly lost a bit of the luster, haven't they? Isn't it just like because now it's like, well, what's it gonna be, right? Yeah. And then they're like, let's just throw trailers in them. We'll just have someone watch a trailer. Exactly. They'll just do that sometimes. Here's Doctor Strange so, two. What's even the point? So the end credit scene is. <gasps> can you even believe it? Monica's alive in a hospital. That's what I mean. It's like, is that even anything? We I knew she wasn't going to do something. Couldn't even do a whole movie. I couldn't even have one whole movie where she was gone. Right. We can't to even pretend. pretend. Not even the space between the movies. Literally just the same thing. I hate when... Anytime anything... That's why like I said, like, why were you even pretending? Why did you put even put a scene in where you're you're wanting to be 
me to be even a little sad about her dying. When you know very well within five minutes here, you're going to show me a diff- You're going to show me the audience a different scene where that's not please don't lie to be the case. Yeah. Stupid. It's just dumb. It's just a waste Foolish. of everyone's time. I hate that. It's like when they did the, the most dramatic, like, I can't believe Hopper's gone at the end of, um, it must have been three, right? Stranger Things season three. They're like, Hopper's dick. And he's like, he's like leaving like heartfelt letters and Eleven's reading them and weeping. And, and we're all weeping as we try, if we move, we're moving across the country. And we're all sad. We're so sad about Hopper dying. And then just the end credits of that. He's alive like, in Russia. He's in Russia. Hopper's alive in Russia. And you're just like, duh. Yeah. No shit. I didn't think he was oh, dead. Oh, wow, Harbor. he didn't just die. He didn't kill David Harbour? That flash of, that weird strange flash of light didn't kill him, but it was a portal, you say? Who, oh, my God. And a show oh. about portals? Holy shit, wow. The fuck? God. It's the only strange thing you've ever watched. The fuck is that? Show? I'm ready for it to be done. N- next year's Then time? I can watch it all and be like, yes, just as I suspected. Poor. Watch a hundred hours of that show. I watched the first three seasons, and I'm just like, I just can't keep doing this. I just got to be done. When it's done, it's be, it'll be done, and I'll be done. And we can all do <laughs> we it. can all die. But I just I've had enough. <laughs> you know what? I'm, doing this go week to, I'm not gonna do this week. To, and then they were like, we're split. We're doing our Netflix thing, but we're not really. We're gonna binge it in halves. We're gonna do it in two halves. What are you doing? Also, did you see that se- season four? Each one of those was like over an hour and twenty. There was like, a two hour and a half hour one. That's not an episode of television anymore. There was like it was like nine feature length episodes. What? Because then people are like, guys, it's okay. Come on. You can't exp- Don't be mad at them for taking too long between the seasons, guys. Look how long they are. It's like, who asked them to make nine movies and call it a TV show, right? Not, that's what Netflix that's is tweet losing money. Or someone was like, hey, nobody asked them to make nine nine movies and call it a TV show, okay? Yeah. This, is not, this is not on us. Don't put that on me. It's not my fight. I didn't ask for this. Come on. Hooper Brothers, whatever the fuck you're called. <laughs> Duffer Brothers? What are they called? I think the Duffer Brothers. The Wright oh. Brothers? The Wright Brothers. <laughs> Wright Brothers. With yeah. our first aeroplane. <laughs> It's nine hours long. We put a little girl like Sega Waffles on this balsa wood contraption. <laughs> and we threw her through the air. Oh, can She's you believe dead. it? I'll show you upside down, am I right? <laughs> the war, you say? Europe. Anyway, uh, then the, so the end credits scene we'll get into, finally. She's in a hospital. She's going... Where am I? And then her mom's there. <gasps> she's like, Mom, oh my and God. And she's freaking the fuck out because you saw your mom alive. And she's like, "I'm who are you, man? I don't know who you are. And then we see a familiar face. Who is it? Beast. The X-Men Beast. CGI Beast. He's CGI. I, at first, I didn't like... I was like, oh. But then I, the more I was thinking about it, I was like, I don't know if I like that. I didn't think it looked good. I think... I don't know. Is that what you have to do in the MCU? Can you not do like they did back in the day? Not a practical to, effects beast? See, but I say back in the day, but they were doing that all the way through they have, Apocalypse. Um, yeah. They through, through Dark Phoenix. Like, yeah. Is that just not fit with the vibe of this, of like the MCU, right? Is that like too... Is that in there kind of... Because there is something a bit, I don't know, a bit 2000s-y about it, maybe. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's just because that's what I'm associating it with. You know what I mean? Yeah, if we, we see it in a vacuum, it'd be fine. It's just not the type of thing they do in the MCU anymore. No, no. I feel like even then, it, yeah, I'm, I, the more I'm thinking about, like, it, that would have fit earlier in the MCU, but at this point, I guess there is just so much CGI, you just don't do that anymore? Just, I don't know. The weird thing to me is it's this, it's the guy. It's Kelsey Grammer, right? Is it? Is it? Yeah, so I... Sh- I thought I was gonna have to look it up, but I just wa- I just watched the credits. It's Kelsey Grammer, so weird on a couple levels. Um, one, it's it's Kelsey Grammer, like that's cool and all, but again, now he's a CGI guy. He's just a, he's just the voice, I guess, or maybe he did the mocap. Who knows? Probably not for this, but yeah, that just open up a whole can of worms, doesn't it? Because how many of these are going to be the same actor? Actors? You getting getting James Marsden back? <laughs> Could you imagine? I I mean, God, give him something. I love that action. He can't keep playing. Uh, is that Sonic money's going to run out soon? They're only doing Sonic three. 
the thing is, I don't think they would use almost any of those people. Would they use the new one, the new cast? Oh, uh, but then they would have used um, what's his name? The 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 fellow who always plays the weird guys. Yeah, what's his Holt? So like, yeah, Nicholas but he's not he he didn't have that beast energy, does he? I love that tweet where it's like movies used to be about putting Nicholas Holt in ridiculous outfits, making him play a weird little dude. We used to be a country then. We do we do that a lot still though. We've seen like two or three of those in the past year. But he wasn't. But he wasn't dressed up. He's not that dressed up in the menu. And he, then he'll do like the he'll do like the great, where he's just like goofy Peter. He's like Peter the Great, but goofy. But a goofy Peter the Great. <laughs> he's a goofball. <laughs> a little bit of a goober. Um. My also my other thing. Kelsey Grammer is sixty eight. Like he's also old. So yeah. Do you not do James Marsden and do you not do like Famke Jensen? Because it's like, well, we don't want to start our universe. Also, I mean, the big one, right? The obvious one is fucking is Wolverine, right? Like. Yeah. Hugh Jackman. Are they actually not going to recast Wolverine? Like that would be this would be bold. I think I don't I don't know how to feel about all this. You know? Yeah. Uh, Maybe I'm reading too much into it. There's also the distinct possibility, right, that this is not how they introduce the mutants, the, the mutants properly to the MCU. That the whatever far flung X Men movie they do will truly just be a uh, a new thing of the X Men within the confines of the the mainline. And this MCU. Just, and this is just and this for is just Wars. another another thing. Just like we had, you know, Professor X. In 838 or whatever. In um, Doctor Strange. Yeah, in Multiverse of Madness. And it wasn't it wasn't like a new thing of like the X-Men. It was just, it's, it's just a different X. universe where they have the X-Men. Who knows? But like, I hope it's just the same one, maybe. Just to keep, just so we don't have mm-hmm. two universes running. But th- He mentions Professor X, though. Uh, as if he's, he says Charles. Uh, I, I, as if he's alive. And Professor, or uh, Scarlet Witch didn't explode his brain. Didn't, so and cut it and break his neck. I don't know. I don't even know which one I want more. Like either way, it feels like this is a cop out kind of. Yeah. If you don't do it, is it not? Is this not just like a? Whoa! whoa don't you want to see the X Men? Isn't this cool? Aren't you excited about this? Like I said, maybe they've just worn off on me at this point. Maybe they just don't. don't I mean, I felt nothing. I was like, because I actually I got this spoiled for me, and at first oh, I first I didn't you? believe it because I saw like some comment on like Instagram, so I'm being like, Beast is in the end credits, and I was like, well, that's ridiculous. Why would Beast? <laughs> why would Beast be in these end credits? <laughs> that's foolish. What could possibly have happened? So I was like, that's clearly a bit. Haha, very funny. I was also think about Storm. I, I I saw stuff about Storm too. So then I was like, is she Storm? And so then when that happened, I was like, oh, it's. I was like, oh shit, we're in the X Men universe, and this is Storm, but, but she's she not Storm. They say she's binary. So binary is also just like a Captain Marvel esque person. Code name? No, it's just, oh, it's just Captain Marvel. Carol Danvers, like oh. um, in the aughts there for a while, like when she got super powerful, she's binary now, right? Which is the thing people said about um, like the first Captain Marvel movie that basically in the MCU she's just been at binary, binary. level the whole time, which I it kind of makes sense. Um, but so she has it's it seems like it's Maria Rambeau, right? Mm. She has the quantum bands and she's binary in this universe so like we saw in 838 she was captain marvel yeah she didn't have the quantum bands she didn't but she was just captain marvel it's it's weird right like they had her in one movie right in the that took place in the past and they were they're clearly like well we don't we actually we like using her so we're just gonna put so her then we're just gonna contrive any number of let's just kill six, let's just, have the scarlet witch then they kill had her, her and then they immediately killed her they were like and then next thing dies of cancer and it's like wait what do y'all do and then, oh wait she's back in this universe and now dead by a rock so the, clearly they're trying any any way they can to uh hold on to her which i listen i get that like oh, we keep adding movies to her contract she's great in a lot of she's she's great in, what, the, what the fuck's her name I don't know the actress. Yeah, I do not. I know not her name. She's no time to die. Man. No, I don't. She's the one who replaces him as 007. Lashana Lynch. Lashana, you're Lynch. an idiot, Jack. 
I don't she's to- she's 007, and then at the end, and then he's like, oh, I don't know about how I feel about this new 007. But then they come to respect each other, and she's like, hey, you can be 007 for this one. Oh, yeah. What do I do? I remember. Oh, Jack didn't remember a movie he doesn't like? Wow, that's crazy. See, what a wild this is what thing. I mean, though. It's like, you, you say that you don't even like it. I don't even know if you remember it. I don't even know if you, you can I remember. Opinion. I remember Rami Malek with Whatever. his, like... We're not doing this. But uh, I, didn't, hey, I didn't start this. She's good in lots of stuff, man. She's in... Let's see. Is she in... Um, she was in The Woman King? The Color Purple? A Bold New Take on a Classic Tale? She's not. There's a new doesn't, trailer doesn't for that. Doesn't seem. Because I guess I haven't actually seen her all that much. <laughs> that's all right, though. Um... But yeah, so she's just buying her. I don't know why she's hanging out with the X Men. You know, because that's not there's no X Men connection there to binary. Yeah, but that's fine. They got the door shut, so you can always see. It's the big X door. Yeah. Hooray! Can't wait for Deadpool three. Ooh. Yeah. And by I can't guess so. Wait, I, I can wait. I don't know why you. I don't know why you. What do you? What do you against Deadpool three? Yeah, I don't care we'll for that Deadpool. Anymore, but um, yeah. Again, I the thing is, like I said, they could take it any direction. I guess that's why I don't care. Is because I just know that. Even if they do end up being like this, they, it just feels like there's such a distinct possibility that this is just going to be like, yeah, nothing. this isn't really the X-Men, but it's kind of the X-Men. Isn't that cool? And I'm just going to be like, well, no, I don't care. No, yeah, I just want the X-Men. Give and me- because there is that possibility, I don't care either way already. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I already don't care. Because I feel like this is just a build-up for Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty, and then they're all just going to die fine. in Secret Wars. Right. They're not going to be the real X-Men, and they're all going to just Get be like cannon plot fodder. devices, cannon fodder probably, for the, and then... And then we'll get our real X-Men after that. Because I think that's what they've already said, basically, right? Mm, X-Men is, like, past his face. Past his face. So, whatever. I just... Whatever. Who cares, right? I sure don't. Maybe I shouldn't feel that way, but... I mean, sometimes you just do. You can't just be like, here's Beast. Aren't you excited? I don't think I am. No. I think I'm, I'm holding them to it. Listen. Actually, I'm not excited, Kevin we don't Feige. See, make not... Blade a good movie, maybe, huh? That'll be good. And maybe it will be. Do you see it's going to be R? Yes. Thank, please. I just, Isn't that interesting? Yes. I just want it to be good. I'm so... So, here's the thing. Let's talk about this, then. Outside of this movie, as as in and of itself, as as like a symbol, uh, um, rep- representation of, of the the direction of the MCU here, right? Mm-hmm. H- how are we feeling? Are we complete? I mean, I was a little negative just then, but in general, I'm 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 fine with it. I think we're more positive than most people, right? Yeah, we're we're inclined to be positive. That is at least right. Mm-hmm. We're not a, we're not over here pl- praying on the. I'm not praying on his downfall. We're not praying on his downfall. I was, right? I was getting a good bit of chuckles. I mean, I was like, we're oh, not like the fun. I hate Kevin Feige now all of a sudden thing. That's not us. No. Right? We stand by her. Sure, we don't like Alien Man 3 as much as we reviewed it, but that's okay. I but no one does. I'm not. I don't know where this is coming from, Jay. I'm liking it less than I see it. I don't know. Maybe. Don't on me. Now, now, maybe I will fully admit. I don't know what that means. I don't know how you keep liking it less. I just think about it and I go, did I like it as much? I don't know. Maybe you did, though. Maybe that's just you getting your own head. Maybe I, you watch it again, you like it. It's hey, about that? all totally possible things, and I will not fault anyone for liking that film because I once was like them. <laughs> <laughs> once were like them. <laughs> once like them, and then four months passed, <laughs> and then I, then four months passed, <laughs> and then I watched Guardians three, and I was like, "Is that how long we're supposed to be?" Chris Pratt says, "Fuck about a door." Is this? Am I? What's happening? What's happening? Somebody, world? I saw. Apparently, someone said like. And now this is this is being re- relayed to me by a coworker, so take it with a grain of salt. But he was like, "Yeah, I heard it's the best movie of the phase," and I'm like, "Well, that can't be true." The Guardians are this month. The Marvels oh, that can't be true. And I'm it's only been the third. And again, I don't. This movie was not. I don't know if we ever really said not that bad, right? No, I enjoyed. I it. I don't think this was as bad as as it was made out to be. Like I said, mm-hmm. people are are doing this whole like, well, it's doing poorly, so it's obviously bad. It's the woman. MCU sucks, and and yes, unfortunately. We knew that was going to be a thing. We talked about this going into it for sure. I think when we watched the trailer and stuff, 
you know that's going to be a factor with this movie. Um, it was a factor. It was just. It just was. It was a factor with Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel, and it was a factor with Miss Marvel. It was going to be here. I don't. There's no two ways about it. Now there is a th- danger too, though, of being like, well, any and all criticism is because misogynist. That's not true either. Yeah. Um, but it's also yeah. You can't completely say that it's not can't discount at it. all, and that all of any and all criticism of this are are completely like normal and valid and justified yeah, and reasonable. It's not, it's not obviously. But um. Yeah, it was not as bad as as I feared it would be. But also, it's it's nothing stellar either, is it? Nothing right home about. And I th- think because we, like I said, we are inclined to be positive, right? And we would like we would like these to be good, good, not necessarily like successful. Like I don't care if it makes a billion dollars again, but I would like these to be good. And I think what this movie, I don't think it's going to kickstart it because I think this has already been in motion. But I think this is going to contribute to right is. It's just I'm, I'm trying a little harder. Yeah. Basically. At least that's how I would like to think. Then spreading right? shit out. I'm sure there's people who are going to be like, oh, the MCU just sucks now and it's going to die or whatever. I don't think that's the case. Even if this movie um, only makes 200, 200 300 thing, million It doesn't dollars. seem like it's actually going to bomb, but I mean, it's, it remains to be seen. Maybe, maybe I'll eat those words. Or maybe it'll kind of break even kind of thing. I don't know. Because I saw people being like, oh, this is going to be another, this is going to be like The Flash is going to lose 200 million. I don't, that seems unlikely to me, but I haven't, I haven't looked up on all the costs involved and stuff. So maybe it will. But I don't think this is going to be the, the death knell for the MCU by any means. But no. I do think that hopefully this makes them just be a little more careful and, and consider like, I don't know, they seem to have gotten a little sloppy. A little just, I think they got comfortable, right? And like, yeah. well, We did end game. We if, can't If we make fail. it, they'll come kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And maybe now this will actually have them consider like, we need to make them good in their own right. Yeah, they should be watchable. At least, you even, know, and, even if you have to watch the other movies to understand it, they have to be a watchable part. And I think also maybe take some risks, like we've seen with like we're, which is this isn't the, this is by no means the riskiest thing they could do, but like making a TVMA show, right? Making an R-rated movie. feature, right? Like Blade, like uh, Deadpool three and Blade, Blade are going to be R-rated, R-rated and stuff, as they should be. Not that that's like in and of itself anything. That's not that's not anything. Yeah. Being like, oh, they made our movies and that good. Like, that's not inherently good or bad. It's just, it's just a willingness. Try new things. A, a willingness to do something to change things up a bit. And, I, and I'm interested in, in that, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm optimistic about the idea of doing new things, maybe. I like so, the idea of it. I like the idea of it, Jack. How's it do? I just hope Blade's good. I keep seeing news that's maybe real, maybe fake. So, so that must have seen recently There's so much from Variety. Seems like that's a reputable, perhaps. Variety should be, but they've been, yeah, they've been a little weird as of late. But yes. There is so much blade nonsense. Shenanigan, right? I don't know why. The, I don't know why Blade in particular has become the target. For They're this. preying on the thing I love the most. I don't, I'm not. I just like. I think Blade's cool. I think he's a slam dunk. Tomorrow, Charlie's killing vampires. That sounds sick. Do you think if it's if it's R now and he gets to swear, do, you, do 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 they do it? Do they give him a line, man? A motherfucker's always trying to ice skate uphill. Yeah, right. I hope he says it. Come on. Before Blade, we'll watch. We'll, I mean, we'll watch maybe the original Blade. Yeah, you watch Blade. I mean, I'm down for it. Maybe not Have the you third. Seen Blade? I've not seen it, but I'm nothing against Blade. <laughs> of course, you haven't. Yeah, <laughs> what was I add to the list. I've seen Blade. And two? No, I've not seen two or Trinity. Trinity's the bad one. That's when Mister yeah, is an asshole. Yeah, yeah. But I just hope there's, there's just more gratuitous vampire nonsense. That's what you want. Yeah, they probably came to him and said, "Like, well, come on, we needed blood and whatnot. Yeah, we need to have like a vampire rip a man in half or something, and Blade cut a vampire into pieces." Oh, man, Blade is a good. It really is a good movie. Like, but it also feels like they should be able to do better at this point, right? 
We have so, the technology. I, that's how I. That's it. They're right? making Salem Lot. Maybe. So it seems like you should be able to do a better version of that in in current day, yeah, modern so, year. I in the year of our Lord twenty twenty four at this five. Point. Oh right. The only MCU projects movie slated for next year, as of this stage, is Deadpool three. Oh, that's that's next summer. Yeah, they've moved everything else. So no Captain America. No. Apparently they're reshooting most of that. I heard. Which again, like, it's tough because I think people have been conditioned to be like, "Oh, reshoot is bad," but I don't know. Reshoot could is like could be is better, right? Like, could be just like, "Oh, we need to do pickups." Obviously, the I guess the ideal scenario would be you get it right the first time. You get it right the first time, right? But also, it's not how movies work. It's not how you make a movie. Right. Is such a large. Well, you're right. Like you said, feeds. it could just be pickup. Like a, every movie does reshoots. Again, it's been this thing that's been like blown out of proportion. Blown out of proportion in recent years of like, "Oh, reshoots. Oh, that's bad." Um, because there has been a couple high profile movies where it was notable and it was, I think it probably started around like the Rogue justice league or Rogue one, I guess. where they did do sizable reshoots that seemed to change significant portions of the movie. And now people associate reshoots with changing the whole basically movie, redoing the movie. And it's not yet. Yeah, a lot of times it is just pickups and stuff. And justice league obviously didn't help that. Yeah. I saw the, the just weird out of pocket thing, but the, that city Sweeney rom-com, you seen this? You hear this? No. You hear about this? Yeah, it's just, yeah. Sydney Sweeney Rose. Yeah, that's been a big deal. It's been a thing for months because, oh, whatever, it's not important. Um, but that comes out next month, and they were apparently doing, she was on set like this week, which is crazy. That'd be a crazy turnaround if true. They're, they're working those editors to the bone. I mean, that's a rom com, so it's not like not much there's a lot of post yeah. that you have to do to that, I don't think, but still, weird. Anyways, um, yeah, I mean, like, so obviously, yes. Would it be better if the Captain America movie was perfect the first time through? Of course, but also again, like reshoots is the same kind of thing. Like, is it? A, it's a, it could be a willingness to improve the change kind of thing. So, yeah. like, I ju- I'm going to choose to be optimistic about that. I guess. Yeah. Uh, so anything else to say about the Captain Marvel? No, no. So we'll get we'll get more MCU stuff in. There will be the MCU never stops. Yeah. There will always be Keep more on MCU churning. stuff to talk about. Well, I mean, even in this episode, of course. Uh, so we'll attack out of that. What do you want to do now? I don't care. Um, let's do Invincible. All right, Invincible's back. Season season two, Invincible. Invincible season, season two. Season two, episode one, episode two. Yeah, first first two episodes. Oh, look at me! I'm so dang Invincible. So we're back. We did it, fellas. It's I'm been, gonna I'm gonna lose my virginity to a fish. That's one of them. <laughs> yeah, it's been a hundred years, and we got finally got Amazon to do it again. Man, I don't I don't even know if I should say this, but oh, that's fun. That's always the best thing to say. Does this show even look that crazy? This show looks. I think it looks bad now. Let's be real. These okay. So well then, <laughs> you said it, not me, brother. But like, hey, I'll say, I'll say anything. Yeah, man. What's it looks? It we waited three years for this fucking thing. I, again, I, I don't s- want to be mean or anything, like, because animators are like a protected class in Hollywood at the moment. But <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing about this that blows me away in terms of like, well, this is such a visual spectacle that they had to take three years. It just feels like they're probably, and it's not nothing against the animators. Mm-hmm. That is, I'm sure it just means that. Amazon isn't giving them enough time or enough money that it takes them three years to do this, which, yeah, just looks, it's just fine. It's not terrible. I I think some parts of episode one don't look, like, great. Certain, use your, use your, use your um, remote. That wasn't, no, no, that, I saw that. That, that one was most clear. Sorry, I'm just, my TV's being weird. Um, but yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't know, it just didn't blow me away visually i'm like yeah why does this take so many years to do again and it's just it's just a general frustration that i've i've um shared many times in this show absolutely is, why is everything taking so long to make i'm gonna be dead before any of these shows i want to watch finish <laughs> but 
that's beside the point. Again, and then you have people being like, come on, it's only fair because, like, so much of this stuff has higher production values. And, again, Stranger Things episodes are an hour and a half long, so, of course, they're going to take forever. And it's like, I don't know, But, man. like, why do they have to take so long? Why? Yeah. Why does they have to? So, I don't know. So, but it's Invincible. It's, um, you know, we've all seen Invincible. You know Invincible. You know yeah. I love it. I don't think we, we didn't. No, because yeah, we didn't cover it. Yeah, because I refused to watch it, and then I went. I'll read the, all the comics first. Actually, yeah. Was it air? So we could have covered it, and it was just no. I, I thought. It, no, I think it, it aired wasn't before. I don't. No, know. it was before because it aired during when I during like that COVID year. Yeah, I think it did. I think you're right. Anyways, it's here. Uh, this was season two, so no, it's twenty one. It's fall of twenty one. It had to be. No, oh, it was, we were, I think it was spring of twenty one. Maybe you could be right, actually. Cause, Damn, you know, that is long as hell, though, dude. Yeah. Fall of 20... Spring of 20 forever, man. Over two Anyways, years. so um, Omni-Man was kind of evil. Um, he was a bit of a douche. And he was going to take over the planet, but then Mark convinced him away. So now it's like, what do we do? What do we... Uh, how do we... How do we go on? How does one proceed? Well, the Guardians are dead, and Omni-Man was evil, and he left. So, you know, Invincible's got to find his own way, and the... The, the new younger Guardians of the Globe, they got to find their own way. We're going to... And there's and there's always so many villains to fight, right? Yeah. Uh, and a, a nearly unending. There's a guy who's the rhino, but he's in an elephant suit. Isn't it fun? He's Isn't fun. it fun? Like, I, I do appreciate that aspect of Invincible. Um, that Robert Kirkman was just like, I'm just going to do all the tropes, man. But yeah. you just kind of get it. Like, a lot of superhero universes, right? These adjacent ones can get away with this, right? Whether it's this or the boys or something. It's just like, you get it. So you don't really have to lay any groundwork. Mm-hmm. because your brain just fills in the like i see this is the you know this is the uh the rhino but this is like the this rhino is like the rhino i see this is the wonder woman character right mm-hmm. yeah. okay this guy's the batman i get it right he's you the flash all, you just do all of that yeah and you don't have to actually do any work and then you can you can you know iterate on it and and kind of explore those in in goofy fun ways sometimes because you save time you don't have to be like you he's to gonna pass head. like no He's Black Noir. He's Evil Batman. And you can kind be of. irreverent and stuff if you need to and, and, and all that. Um, so the season opens with they're fighting the Immortal and you're like, wait, what? What's this? Invincible and Omni-Man t- fighting together? Team up? What is this? Who, who did this, right? What's going on? Love Omni-Man, man. Love J.K. Simmons. He's great. He's so good. How's he such a good voice actor, man? He's got that deep baritone. But he's like also good at voice acting. That is, you don't, you don't just you have don't, a good voice to be a good voice. That's you true. Know what I'm saying? And like, you've seen Korra, right? He's great in Cora. Stephen Yoon's also great too. Simmons. Like Stephen yeah, Yoon. But yeah. like Stephen Yoon's an actor. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's a good actor. And you're not even seen The Walking Dead, Jack. No. I haven't seen but I believe he's good on NLS. <laughs> he is good. He's everyone's favorite, and then his head got smushed. Ooh. That's no, how it goes. With the bat. With the with the barbell. With the bat, bat you know, yeah. Any you know. mini mini you. And so it's it's a planet and we're like and he's like, We're taking over the world, and you're like, What is this? It's an alternate dimension, Jack. It's multiverse. They're doing multiverse too. Can you believe it? Oh my god. Because they all do multiverse. Fuck. To be fair, though, right? They did it first. Uh, and this one did it first. He was writing this into the comic book back in the day, so like you can't really fault them too too heavily no. for do- it. This isn't their fault, right? Especially because they're working on this a decade ago, Jack. They couldn't have known <laughs> when this was going to come out that it was going to be like this, Jack. Yeah, Who could have known? That everyone does a multiverse. Who could? They could have predicted Rick and Morty to start this whole nonsense. Uh, so we get oh, shaven head Eve, and Robert doesn't have his new body. He's just that horrible monster, and he's just that little deformed guy in a thing. But he's got the Zachary Levi robot as well. Um, yeah, Eve's got a shaved head. That's cool, I guess. And scars, and then we find this guy Angstorm, who's like finds this place, and the Omni Man and Principal find them. And they and just come in and kill everybody, right? Yeah. But then at the last moment here, um, someone saves. Angstrom, this guy he, he falls through a portal, and I'm just like, who cares, man? Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. We'll get the planet. 
He's like, let's just get get it over with. Come on, let's go. We gotta have I'm lunch. Hungry. We missed lunch. I had to kill. I had to kill those protesters. Fucked right. Yeah. Mark breaks Eve's neck. He'd be like, well, I'm not gonna kill you. I'm just gonna paralyze you and hated keep you that. around. Hated that. Yeah. Um. Golly. Upsetting. <laughs> Golly G. Did not care for that. And he's like, oh, that's what you're pr- practicing on all those protesters. I was like, oh boy. But it means a couple of them are just like just dead. He's like, God. most of them surely oh, he yeah. just killed. But is that not better? I mean, what do you be like? I'm not going to kill you, Eve. I'm just going to paralyze you, and that's better? That'll be cool. Because you're alive. I guess you can talk still, so he can just visit her and be like, talk to me. And that's what he says. He's like, "Ah, I got some people to take care of her so I can visit. What the fuck, Mark? What the fuck's wrong with you? You asshole maniac. Um, So yeah, kills them all. But then they get, let me see, our Mark. He's going around. He's trying to save people. He's, he's, he can fly so fast that nobody can see him, which is a thing in the comics where he's like, yeah, nobody actually knows what I really look like because I move so quickly. Um, he washes away all these firefighters, almost maybe almost drowns. I saw that. I was like, man, that seems dangerous, Mark. You gotta be careful. Big just, wave like that. Yeah, you could suck him out to sea. And he fights around. I I really did love this guy. I think this is very funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah the animation looks like crap. <laughs> is he in the comic? Yeah, he's in the comic. I haven't read it all yet. I got This was like I was like I probably should crack those open because I, I have. I'll let him do. I have them too. They're behind the locker. Uh, incredible. Yeah, I got them after the. This show started too, which was again was the funny thing, like you just described. Is that you refused to watch all season long? I was like, Jack, you would really enjoy this. I think we should. And then, okay, before we had the show, but we were like, we'll just talk about it. I think it'd be, you know, as I, we used to do, as, as normal human to. beings might do. But then we're like, people need to know what we think. Um, and then you were like, eh. and then all of a sudden you were just like, hey, I watched it all and I really liked it. So then I read all the no, comics. That's not even the right order. I read it all and then I watched it. Well, now why'd you do that? What the fuck was that about? Well, hey, I, I don't I don't pretend like I... I'm not saying it was a better thing. so little sense. Hey. You were like, Zach, you, I don't think you're right. I don't think I would like this. And then you just read it all? Yeah. I mean, you could, you got hooked in and you were like, oh, this is good. Zach was correct. Yeah. As per usual. So you got it in the end. Except for Westworld. But, um... Yeah, so... And it's in color. Unlike The Walking Dead. Which, not in color. Yeah. Something that's really good. It's back. They have a... St- I don't know it's who coming will. back in color. We've been over this. We've been over this. A dozen times. <laughs> a hundred times. <laughs> It's great. I love the art of Invincible. Um, but anyways, beside the point, he's fine. Or he's just helping people. Just trying to be a good guy because he's like, oh man, I feel yeah. bad about killing everybody. But uh, well, not about how he didn't. He felt like he was not effective enough at, at stopping his dad, which is not a valid thing for him to feel, right? Yeah, which everyone's like, deals hey man, with a bit, but it's not your fault your dad tried to kill everybody. Your dad was way stronger than you. It's also like, you can understand why someone might think that way, right? Mm-hmm. So He's the only one who could have stopped his dad. So mm-hmm. then we see Cecil's new like armed force, which I assume are all the horrible robots that monster guy made when he was turning people into robots. You think so? I was thinking because I they thought they were just dudes, but they could not be either way. Uh, what else happens in this one? Talking about cleaning oh, up kind of stuff. His mother, who is uh, what's her name? I don't know. Deb, Deb, Debbie. 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 Oh, right. This one. She's um. She gets a lot of play in these first two episodes and how she deal with it too, because it would be understandably uh. Like, really traumatic. <laughs> Have your husband be like, actually, I'm a monster. I'm going to take over the world, and you're nothing to me. It's tough. Omni-Man, we don't really get, get too far ahead, but he becomes more of like a... I would say he becomes somewhat sympathetic, right? People act like he's always been, or he is this, like, grand sympathetic guy. Like, oh, he's not actually evil. The thing about him is he was evil, pretty much, right? And then this, Mark breaks him. He sets him on some kind of path yeah. of, of something here. But... Yeah. For the for all intents and purposes at this point, yeah, he is evil, and this is a yeah really fucked up stuff he was doing. So it, it's understandable. Um, and apparently, Mark even told her the whole pet line, which like I feel like you no, know. I no, she heard that. Oh, did she? I don't because she's that. with Cecil when Mark when he says that to Mark. Oh, is he? Yeah. So she oh, okay. hears him say that. 
At first, I was like, did Mark, like, relate? He's like, yeah, Mom, you said you were a pet. Because like, I was like, man, you could have just kept that to yourself. Like, you yeah. didn't really need to go into that kind of Keep de- that on lock. Kind of detail about it. <laughs> but all right. Fair enough. So he goes to Cecil, and he's like, hey, come on. I want to be a super. P- put me in, there. coach. Put come on. Coach. I'm the best guy you got. She's like, no. I just had a guy who was just like you try to kill everyone. He's like, you're very clearly traumatized, <laughs> which I appreciated. Yeah. Because you think normally these types, um, and also he shows us later that he is like that shifty kind of oh yeah he's a shifty guy around type. like he is but even he was like hey man i'm not gonna i'm not, not that desperate that i'm just gonna do that you're, you're yeah. very clearly traumatized I, I'm, I'm willing to just take, take a it slow on this one man come on <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm not that crazy <laughs> i'm not that heartless uh we see the new guardians of the globe and they suck ass um they say it's because of well, we'll get in a minute but they say it's because of uh what's it called robot Ro- rudy robot yeah robot um his leadership, but I mean, also they don't got Adam Eve either. They're not convincible. It kind of makes sense. They got no powerhouses. Yeah, they're they're a little bit underpowered at the moment as well. So what are you gonna do? Um, and then we get the other um, what's he called? Ang? What'd you say his name? Angstorm. Angstorm. Um, who is the? I is he? I guess he's from this the the main universe. Yeah, he's from he the from? main one. He's okay. from our universe. So we'll we break the Muller twins out. So Muller twins are in prison again. They're like Pete, buddy, guy who gave us pie come on. He's like, I don't like you guys. You guys beat me up. It's like, oh, maybe we'll kill you, Pete, when we get out again. So then two portals open up, and they're like, so walk through. And they walk out in this barren wasteland, and Angstorm appears again, but he's different. He's like, actually, I am the. I was born with this ability to open infinite portals to infinite dimensions, um, but he can't He can't travel. He only can travel through that, to that exact point in another dimension. He can't like travel through the same dimension or anything. It's very limited in that only one place to one place. So his idea is like, well, I know what I'll do. I'll get all of the me's from all of the dimensions that are smart, and then well, I'll put all their memories into my brain so I can fix all the whole multiverse. And ones are like, you're gonna fucking do what, you maniac? That's insane. You're gonna die. That's more human. That's more knowledge than any brain could possibly comprehend. He's like, no, it'll work. It'll be great. So it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, well, basically, yeah. surprise, surprise. Um, so as he's doing all this, um. Debbie gets talked to Elka. They talk to Eve. Amber's around. I forgot they kind of made up. I, I, I thought she still hated him. Because I remember that, that last season, they make her like really mean to Mark and unreasonable. Yeah. And everyone's like, Amber, what the fuck? But I guess they made up when his dad was mean. She was like, oh, man, I guess I was wrong. Which is it's kind of lame. Except it's like, were you really wrong then? Or are you just like, what is that? Yeah. That, sh- that, that didn't prove anything about your the argument you were having. So I don't know why you've switched. So either you didn't care about the argument, or you're right. just stupid. Yeah, you're doing it out of pity because you're like, well, his dad, his he's dad, a, his dad tried to so kill. So I guess I gotta forgive him. Either you forget, either you you believed in the thing you were arguing about, or you didn't. I don't know, Amber. Yeah. Come on, which is worse? I guess pick your poison. Because I always thought it was stupid. I couldn't understand how they were like. I just didn't get it. I, I still don't get it. And people are like, come on, man. It's fair to. It's fair that she's upset that he was lying to her. I don't think it is because. He had bigger fish to fry. Like, it's not just about her. It's like the whole secret identity. You know, it's just, it's the classic superhero thing. Yeah. Is it really fair to be like, well, I don't know. She, she doesn't want to be lied to. It's like, yeah, but he doesn't want his family to be found by, like, supervillains. Elephant shit. Rhino Man. By, so by the giant. fair to be cagey about that, I yeah. think. And, and then especially when she's like, well, I did know, but I was just mad you were lying about it. What the fuck, then? The what fuck is that? How are you going to be like, oh, Mark, how come you weren't at the, where'd you go during we were at that college tour. And you just ran away when danger came. Yeah, he stopped the danger, though. If you knew he stopped the danger, what are you upset about? The what pres- are you upset about? Yeah. You're like, Mark, you got to tell me, even though early in the season, Mark was almost murdered by a big cat monster from space. 
They're, they're, they're just monsters running around in space. They show up. Come on. And you're not invincible. He almost died, and he's, like, invincible. Yeah. A fun he thing. He dies a couple times. Like, yeah. yeah. He gets, like, torn apart. A fun thing in this episode is they keep, like, baiting you with the, like, title card when they say invincible. Because there's always a big pause, and they go, and that's why I'm invincible. And they, they say it in the episode. So, I, they do it uh, three, four times, I think. Because in the first, like, it would get later and later. Where it just There's no telling when they would actually do the title card. Mm-hmm. Which is always fun, so. Uh, so they put up the machine, the big old smart clone machine, and they're like, Mark, there's like an incentive adventure happening. Go beat the shit out of him. You probably got to go check this out. So he goes and checks it out, and then they beat the shit out of Mark. And the guy's like, stop, don't beat him up. I don't want this. Let me take the helmet Once off. again, he almost dies. <laughs> yeah. Um, in part because he seems hesitant to fight back because he's still all traumatized about the thing, right? Yeah. The finale, he's like, oh, I don't know if I want to fight either. It's like, well, you're going to let him beat you to death, Mark, so I don't know. Man. Figure yeah. it out, bud. <laughs> I mean, maybe there's a little ma- magnitude space. Yeah, you know? You never know, though. Um, but yeah, so he's like, well, this is bad. I don't want to kill a boy to... Which is fair. Good enough. Would have a change of heart there. So then he just, like, forcibly stops it, which causes it all to just explode, because, you know, comic book logic or whatever. It's an insane amount of power or something. So fine, whatever. And then he wakes up, and the only one the only one of the Molly survives, and he's horribly burned, and, like, half his face is melted. And also the main Nangstorm somehow lives. He lives, and but he his whole his literally everything else has turned to literally like pure ash, and he's just like I'm all right. And my brain's big, and his brain. I don't really see that to the end though, technically. But yeah, in the comic, it just grows down his back, kind mm-hmm. of. But it seems like this is like his brain just grows longer, like hair. Yeah, which equally grows like over his back. It's pretty gross looking. Yeah, and so but he's the so guardians like, show up and they're like, "Good job, Invincible, you did it." And he's like, "I don't think I'm I like covered this. in blood." So many have died. Also, he didn't really do anything, as he knows. He just he got the shit kicked out just of there him. and got beat up until the guy said the guy blew it up. So he's like, "Well, I guess I kind of win." Uh, and Angstrom is like, "Actually, I hate Invincible because, as we see, seemingly in other universes, and we'll come to find out. Spoilers: most other well, universe, Mark is Mark agrees with his dad and just for one way or another kind of takes over the world or tries to." Mm-hmm. And so all those angsters remember that, and all the memories are getting mixed, and he's misconstruing it. He's yeah. like, oh, this Invincible is the problem. And so he's, he's like overwhelmed by all those memories of these versions of him who hate Invincible. Invincible. And he's like, I guess I hate Invincible now, too. I gotta kill him. I'm gonna kill him. Or, and, and now it's like, all right, I guess, man. Just give me <laughs> Even Mahler's guy, he's like, I don't think that's really what's happening yeah. there. I think you're... you're I feel like you're... Crazy, a little confused. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm half melted. But even I know that you're going a little off the deep end here, big cat. So, I guess maybe I don't know. He'll probably not return though, right? Would you say? Yeah, I think he's gone for good. Uh, so they both get in the same college. Oh, yeah, they're going to college, I guess. That's cool. Who gives a shit? Listen, Jack. Not to spoil anything, but I know they're not in game. So how am I supposed to care? How am I supposed to care, Jack? Are they into the plot line where they break up and then she gets an abusive boyfriend? I don't know. Like people have been talking about all the different plots they may or may not adapt. I'm thinking the they pro- won't the do that. Problematic esque plots that they have yeah. in the comics, and it's that's not even the worst one. No, no, not probably not. But people are like, like some people think they might be hesitant to do it because they don't have enough faith in their <laughs> in the audience to appreciate these. Mm-hmm. One in particular is is could could go wrong depending on oh, how yeah. certain people want to react to it. Oh, what so, could that be? No, we don't. Need You'll to never know. No, no, I don't want to talk about it. But um. Yeah, that's a very valid fear, I think. But also, I would hope that it doesn't permanently, like, radically change the story. Yeah, I hope they don't go, well, I don't want to, you know, some people are going to take it the wrong way, so we probably shouldn't bother. I don't like that idea either. So. Yeah, that's like a nothing thing. I don't know. We'll see, though. I That seems like a plot you can kind of just maybe not do because, like, time. Yeah, you can get the better you know? things. So, 
Not that Amber's not cool or whatever, but whatever. Yeah. There's more... Not the focus. More grand and interesting things. So we get Dr. S- Doc Seismic, who was a, like a, you know, one of the films of the week last week, right? Mm-hmm. Or last season, and he's, and he's here, and he wants to destroy the... Bunch of monuments because <laughs> it's made of stone. And that's unholy. He's a shin, I guess, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't like the removal of stone from the earth. Her blood. <laughs> return her flesh to her. So he's got a bunch of magma creatures, and Mark beats them all up, you know. So yeah, and he makes it time. It's the villain of the week type thing. For right? his high school. Oh, I don't want to be late to graduation. Oh, I can't. It's the beginning of uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Have you seen it? No. You're aware of this? He's got to fight the rhino on his way to, and he's like, oh, I'm going to miss it. Oh, I missed Gwen's speech. Oh. Paul Giamatti's the rhino? Hey, right, yeah. But he's not in the rhino suit yet. He's just stealing out like a t- truck, oh. like a tanker truck full of, I don't know, something. Mountain Dew, probably. <laughs> <laughs> those tanker trucks full of Mountain Dew they pump directly into gas stations uh, um, so they do it and they and they and woo they graduated and they're hanging out and he's all like he's being a nerd about it he's like I'm on duty shut up Mark that's God. not how that works and you know it yeah you probably can't even get drunk yeah you're you can f- you can breathe in space not breathe in space but you can fly in the vacuum of you space can't breathe in space can you no he can't they hold their breath that's the oh, thing okay. I thought they could breathe in space but they can they just hold their breath for a real long time okay, there you go does have to Doesn't he talk up there, though? No, no, because he talks through his mind to Alan. Oh, okay. Good call. Good call, Jack. See, I read the keep, comic. Keep me honest, yeah. Um, we, do that, we do the Mars Paul. I'm we're all like, what in. are we going to do on vacation, on summer vacation? And Amber's like, I'm going to be a big nerd and work at the soup kitchen because I'm super nice. Good for you, Amber, I guess. And then her friend, and her, and and then other friend is like, I'm going to watch reality TV, I guess. Whatever. And then Eve is also like, I'm going to go help rebuild Chicago because your dad. Why? That place is terrible. Maybe it was the best never had in Chicago. <laughs> Jack. Getting rid of it. Come on. Go easy on Chicago. No, they've had it too good for too long. The windy city, Jack. Come on. Should blow it all the way to the sea. <laughs> it's a Lake Superior or Michigan. Michigan is the lake that it's hey, on. Hey, blow it to all of them. Frankly, spread it apart. They're close to Superior. Closer than it's the not- other ones. I'm thinking, I of, I'm thinking of Huron. Maybe I'm thinking of Huron. I don't know something. what you're thinking of. The one north but of Chicago is on Lake Michigan. Yeah, so you can just say Lake Michigan. Then I will. So the you know what it was, Jack? What? You know what yesterday was? November 10th? 40th anniversary. Yeah. You know what of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Where does the love of God go when the waves turn the minutes to hours? I don't... Jack, I, I wish I knew. I hope I never have to know. You know? It's 40th out. anniversary. God bless. Four and out for the men. Those 29 men. And one for the ship's cat. God. And one for Gordon. Two for Gordon, damn it. God, wasn't taking too <laughs> soon, Jake. They said they ring the bell 31 times now for the cat and for Gordon. God bless. In the song, he says 29, but apparently they did 30 for the cat. Well, that's good. And then one for and him. Now, now one for him now. Oh, that's fun. I mean, it's not, I don't know if it's fun. Well, it's. I guess it's honorable. It's, it's nice, though. It's nice. Not fun. <laughs> it's not fun, is it? No. Those men died. The Great Lakes are scary. People don't know about that. You ever see with Great Lakes? People don't know about it. People forgotten. People forgotten. The Edmund Fitzgerald. No, I mean like the danger of the Great Lakes. Oh yeah, they're very deep bodies of water. They're they're massive. They're pretty large. <laughs> they're larger than, than, than many, some some seas. They're huge, dude. Oh yeah, they're deep. They're like the largest freshwater resources on the planet. Right? Damn, Damn near. Something like that. I think I heard that somewhere. Like Baikal, I think is is bigger. I guess all oh, all of them combined. I think, I think as a, yeah as a, as a collective, as a big yeah. as a big thing. You know, what? and they say too that so, at least someone told me this. Think of the science you that like they're not technically even lakes, depending on a definition. Oh, bunch like, of lake nerds. They're like engorged rivers. Engorged rivers because well, they open and interest because they go from two sides. I don't know how lakes work. What's the difference? I, you know what? I don't want the small lakes to dispute them because they're not being like dumped into. They're, right? Yeah, they're they like out. dump all the way out to sea. Right? So yeah. 
Is it, yeah, it's totally it's a different big river. I think. Who knows? I don't. All I, all I know is he's, he's, you know, all that's left is the names and the faces of the wives and the sons and the daughters, you know? Oh, well, of course. That's all I know. That's all I know. Um, so, so Adam Eve, superhero Adam Eve has someone. <laughs> She's, like, hanging out. Chicago. In Chicago, and they're like, I don't know, what are you... She's just like, I'm gonna fix... up to code, and she's like, get out of here, code nerd. I don't give a shit. Even though you're first paid... I, was, I thought this was gonna be, like, a bit of, like, a hard reality of, like, what are you doing? You've, you've overstepped. But That's then completer. they're like, no, you are cool. We we are fans of this. Good job. I'm gonna turn this uh, abandoned lot into a park. Which is nice. Yeah. Good for her, you know? Enemies powers. They not legit OP. Oh, they're absolutely OP. fucking anything, man. Like, what the hell? She's immortal. It's crazy, is she? Yeah, she, she can like she when she dies, she reverts back to youth and comes back to life. I don't remember this. Is this a spoiler? Oh uh, yeah. What the hell, Jay? I'll cut it out. Cut it out of my mind. I thought you read the comic. Not that I know. Not, no, I've not read all of it. I said that. I said I have to read them. Do 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 you not remember me saying this? No, I, I could have swore I said this like seconds ago. No, it was at least before the end of the show <laughs> talk, and that took well, an hour. It must seem. I mean, <laughs> it turned the minutes to hours. Right, right. <laughs> That's where I was. Um. But so then she's having subplots with her parents. They're like, we don't want your apple. Turn it back. It's not real. Uh, we're poor now because <laughs> Mark's dad blew up Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> and it's your fault. We ate and soups. she's like, well, I can I can literally have anything. Which makes you, begs the question why she hadn't been doing that the whole time. And then he's like, ah, but I'm, I've got my old man pride. It's dumb. Don't sell the gold. Also, it turns I guess up- you can't know until you're there kind of thing, Jack. Yeah. But God. If my daughter had infinite money glitch, I reckon I'd just do that. <laughs> I'd go like GTA. I reckon I wouldn't work. Yeah, I'd go, all right, make me a bunch of gold. I or think just I'd make be, me food. I think I'd be fine with that, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, or just, she can just do anything. She can make, she can make you fully self All the things you could want. Right. Yeah, you don't even need, like, pure, like, I don't need to amass a fortune, but just anything I could want, I can have. So, good enough, right? Yeah. It's all, it's all just viable. give me a new iPhone. Oh, here it is. New iPhone for Titanium, me. you say? <laughs> Discover it card. Oh wow. Um. So Cecil's like, you you guys suck at being the the cards of the gal- galaxy, cards of the globe. Or did that happen last week? Whatever. Last week. Immortals, their leader now again. Immortals, their leader. She's with Kate and Rex is mad. Cause... We get a couple new guys. I don't remember their names, but bulletproof. Yeah, bulletproof. One of them. Good job. And they then Rex is the whole like, wow, immortal. That's so good timing. Did you plan that? I'm an asshole. Whatever. We'll stop talking. I thought that was actually kind of funny though. I did no, that was good. But he's just he's that's just character. He definitely goes too far, but yeah. I did think it was funny to be like <laughs> Do you, you play that? Did, was that you were waiting for your cue, you're waiting for your cue, right? It's so seamless, playing it for hours. Yeah. Oh, we're good. getting Martian plot lines where uh like how those brain controlling Martian dudes that control humans got a guy and then a Martian replaced him and he's horrible at being a person. No good at pretending. And everyone just kinda is like, Whatever. You've been to space. Don't go to space, maybe. And he's eating a bunch of frozen pizzas raw because that's what he does he's like i'm gonna be like martian man so he tries to join the gardens of the globe and they're like i think you're kind of sketchy dude who are you he goes no i'm from earth i've always lived on earth and yeah you be- and you should believe me what's he called himself like shapeshifter what is he? shifty boy or whatever but, but, he, but he runs to be a human still right yeah he acts like he's just a human with shape-shifting powers no. um marco's, oh yeah marco's the midnight supposed city. to go to midnight city and beat up batman <laughs> that but basically jason todd yeah sure because uh, he's edgy Batman him. successor, yeah, and he's like, I know what your dad did. You're awful. You're gonna, you're just like him. And he traps him in the shadow realm. And then Mark's just off. too strong. Like he can't. It's too base. Can't actually fight him. So he's like, Yeah, just let me out, kind of thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll feed you this big monster because I'll probably eat you first. So uh, he does that. And Cecil's like, Great. 
Donald comes back. They're like, Donald, you're alive. That's strange. You died last episode. But he doesn't know. (laughs) Yeah. He's unaware. (laughs) And then he's like, Cecil, Debbie looked quite startled to see me uh, talking to her. And he's like, "Uh, you know, her husband called her a pet. She's pretty traumatized. Move on. (laughs) Don't worry. Hey, Hey, don't bring it up. Don't. Maybe don't. Come on. Would you not? Debbie, let's leave. Don't talk to Donald, please. <laughs> Donald, you're distressing her. Please. Please. <laughs> Move away. <laughs> they tell Mark he has to go to Atlantis um, because Omni-Man killed Atlantis guy. What's he called? Fish boy. King Fishman. Um, and and Cecil tells him that the, the tradition is that he has to now marry uh, the queen, his widow. In tra- and then he gets there and they're like, no, we don't do that That's anymore. That's barbaric. We think we are. Instead, we just feed you to this giant sea creature. <laughs> So that's good. I mean, yeah. it's awesome. obviously played for the, the, the joke there. The comedy. Uh, ha ha, Jack. Ha ha, if I, if I, I may say so myself. Because the little thing where it's a cute little little guy, and he's like, I can beat up this, and then it's, but actually but it's, it's a big, big monster. It's a big monster thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's real strong. And it can do a real sonic attack that fucks up Mark's flying, and it f- does things. He's just like, nice, let that sound. Write that down. Write that down. I need a report in a week. And it's like, oh no, shifty. So good, yeah. He's still very much, don't, like, don't you even worry about that. Don't you even worry. See, she is still very much shifty. Yeah. Um, so Debbie does a showing, and the husband's a dickhead. She's, like, She's not your pet. And then her boss is like, get out of here, man. It Take triggers her a bit because her husband was a dickhead. It's a whole thing. And the Lizard King or something? Oh, yeah. The, the the Lizard Squad. What are they called? <laughs> the Lizard uh, lizard Group. They're in the um, they're in the Adam Eve episode. I didn't watch it. Oh, really? No, I didn't. What? Why not? It came out months ago. It did. I just didn't know Never talked about it. Goodness, Jack. But they're like the again. It's like the Serpent Society, and just like in the comics, in the Marvel comics, where they make fun of the Serpent Society for being dumb and goofy, and the Serpent Society, same way. It's the same way where they're like these fucking lizard goobs. <laughs> what are they doing? Oh, they're, they're one of them took over because the other guy's in prison, and they just killed you with a gun. I'm the Lizard King. Goof, goofs. <laughs> the lizard. What are they? Yeah, they're gonna say in a second. I think the <laughs> Lizard League. <laughs> lizard League. <laughs> There they are. So I guess there'll be a factor going forward. The Lizard League. Who knows? I can't remember. I can't remember what role King they Lizard's playing. back. I guess <laughs> he's back, guys. King Lizard and the Wizard Gizzards. He's back. Woo! God bless him. Um. So then we get just at the end again. Is is Angstorm and he's gone to a different dimension where uh Mark turned evil with Omni Man, but then they, they were defeated by some quantum bombs and uh, they destroy half of Europe. And then Mark has to sleep eventually, so they get him. Then and they just wear Mark down and. I don't know. Get him with something. And they lock him down here, and they lock him probably because he's not as strong and doesn't know well as whatever yet. So yeah, you know, they kill Omni Man with quantum bombs and get this guy. And uh, so he's like, "How'd they do that?" It's that. So now he's like, "Ah, quantum bombs!" You say, "Okay." And they're like, "Hey, who are you? It's me, Girl Cecil and Girl Donald." Which is fun, I guess. And he's like, "I just, I just literally, literally just need to ask those questions. I'll be stepping out." And he does. He's gone. So he's presumably going to be traveling to multiple dimensions doing that right getting the load on on how to how to beat invincible mm. so that he can beat invincible so good stuff multiverse you know it's the hot thing Jack. it's hot thing everyone's so good at it we're all doing multiverse now you know it's yeah. a great time we had fun yeah sometimes we, we tend to have fun we try to have fun at least uh so yeah good so far content wise but the animation much to be desired but good thing about that whole video where seth rogan explains me how animation works yeah, really mansplained to me what animation Yeah, and then it was like, bad. So I'm like, gaslit me about how... This is, it's actually really hard. You got a storyboard? It's like, yeah, maybe take 10 more fucking minutes on it. And maybe it'll be better. Huh? Jackass? Jack. 
Stadion. <laughs> they do that because they're the only people to ever make an animated TV show, though, right? Yeah. Well, Is that so- not how that I was like, guys, don't you get it? We're animating a television series. Yeah, man, I I get it. Everybody does that. It's I've seen one of those, one or two of those before. <laughs> I know it takes a while. I hear you, man. I don't know, fucking Rick and Morty does it though. Like, yeah, every to the tune of like a season a year. So I don't know, man. Listen, I mean that's not apples to apples, I guess. But I mean, Jesus, it's pretty close. Apples to pears, perhaps. Don't mansplain your fucking cartoon to me, okay? Yes, I, I didn't it. even do the animation stuff. You just get high and expect to produce everything. <laughs> All right, so don't fucking tell me. Don't manspl- Don't talk down to me, Seth Rogen. I'll kill you. <laughs> I'll find you. All right. That it? Yeah, that's probably about it. Oh, we can act like out of that then into... What do I do? A killer or Loki? Loki. All right. Loki finale, episode six. Glorious purpose. Man. And what, how Look glorious it was. Episode one, season one. Glorious purpose. Glorious purpose. This one, glorious purpose. It's like poetry, yeah. It rhymes. It rhymes. How do you like that? So here's the ending. Was- now, my reaction to the ending was... Loki finale satisfying and conclusive? Marvel can oh. make a good TV? Question mark? Question mark? And like we've been saying that all season, but Marvel they, good... just, they just went and proved this right. They didn't fumble the ending. That, yeah, and they fumbled last ending. Maybe you keep saying that, but I, we did think that. I think comparatively, I think as part of the larger whole, right? As part of this two season thing now, right? Yeah, not as fumbled, and also compared to some of the other finales, because that Loki you got to remember was like what the third, third one, third, third one through one. We're like, oh, okay. I think. No, I don't think there's. I don't think there's really much to complain about in that finale. No, personally. So, anyways, we're here. It's like we. It's basically like we thought from last week, right? So, mm. he's at the moment when they they failed to stop the thing, and he's like, "Okay, I can I can travel through time now, though, so I can do it." And so we do a bit of Groundhog Day, right? Yeah. Where he's like, "How? What can I do to perfectly do this correct so that we can get timely out there and fix the thing?" And then at first he's like, "Obi, what can we do differently?" He goes, "Oh, we should do it. We have to do it more quickly." And first he's like, all right, we should get too timely out as fast as possible. But then he's like, oh, he means like we have to get it done sooner. So he goes back and he kind of starts trying to speed everybody along. And it's like, all right, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. We got to go, we got to go. And uh, at one point he's like, Obi, how long would it take someone to learn all of this? Everything that you know right now in like, in like physics and engineering. He's like, centuries probably. And then look, he's like, perfect, I'm immortal. So I'll just do, I'll just live for centuries in the past, assumedly, or he just does the loop a bunch of I times? just assumed he did the loop a bunch every day, and just every day I learned a little bit more, but I could be wrong. I think, I think either way, it's, it's supposed to be pretty, he did something for an unfathomable amount of time to learn. Like Groundhog Day. Yeah, Groundhog Day, yeah. You've seen the breakdown for Groundhog Day, right? I think it's like, how long is it? Yes. I've, I've, I can't remember how long they say. It's like many human lifetimes, I think. Yeah, something like so that. I'll bring that up real quick. He learns that whole piano thing. He learns like too many like skills, basically. Yeah. But yeah, he does that, and so he's like, okay, I can just do it all myself. Um, and eventually, they skip. He's, he basically skips all of episode four. He's like, what if I did episode four of this season, but much <laughs> just faster. skipped it all? Just said, hey, Ms. Minutes, I, I understand you're upset, but can we just wrap this up? Could you not, do you think, maybe? This huh. is 10,000 years. That can't be true. No, that's far too long. 10,000 years would be <laughs> unfathomable. Well, yeah. That'd be... Oh, he says that in the movie. I've been waiting for you every day for 10,000 years. Oh, an early draft of the screenplay. I mean, he just tried to kill himself a bunch, you remember? So yeah. he might have been in there for a good long while. Yeah, it makes sense. You just go on a kind of terror, just kill yourself a bunch of times, see what works. So there are 42 individual days either depicted or referenced in the film, and then extra days based on the skills he learns. His final total was eight years, eight months, and 16 days. This person says 33 years and 350 days. Based on like, the piano pieces he learns and how he knows everybody's name. Yeah. They seem a little bit strong. Though. I would say... This person says he... Mu- 
he must have spent 12 years of his life in the time loop learning French. That doesn't seem correct. It didn't take 12 years to learn no. fluid French. Regardless. Um, so eventually they get to the point where he parses it all down so that Timely can do it, right? And he gets out there and he launches the thing and it works. And, and he gets back. And it's, it's super exciting. We're like, oh my God, we did it. But then we go, half the episode left. <laughs> What's this? Because what happens is the loom the, still the thing gets up. bigger. The loom gets bigger. But the, the so do the branches. They just keep getting bigger. And so it turns out that you can't actually fix it that way because it'll just get infinitely larger. Yeah. He's like, it's a scale problem. You can't scale to infinity because that's not how anything works. And Sylvie's like, it's almost like this started when we killed he who, he who remains. And so then look, he's like, all right, I'll go back to then. So he zips all the way back to that point, And he's like, I guess we have to stop killing he who remains. So he does that a bunch of times too. He's like, I got to try to stop Sylvie. And every time he can't really do it because yeah, he he's unwilling to kill her to, to prevent her from killing him. And so she just does every time. So it's like, man, what do I do here? And then we get to the point where he remains like, all right, stop it. So what, what are we doing? I can tell you're doing a little loop here, even though I'm, I'm out of the, I'm literally not part of this loop, but how many times are we going to do this? If you, uh, can you pause time yet? Like, what are you, where are you at in your time slipping here? And he's like, oh, so you kind of plan this. Like you knew this guy. He goes, well, I'm not going to let her kill me. I'm just always going to come back in some way. Um, and he's like, yeah, you just let me know when you want to do it. And Loki's like, well, how do you know this is the first time we've had this conversation? And he's like, oh, you know, you're pretty good. I like you, Loki. You're my favorite. Like, let's let's do a little chat, shall we? Let's, let's speak as equals. And basically, he reveals that, like, the loom and Richard Tyler, like, that's a failsafe that may, forces anyone who kills him to have to let him not, like, reverse that so he always is alive. Because you can't expand infinitely. It's the sacred timeline or nothing. Because he's like... If you if you let the timeline break out, all the Kangs will will appear and they'll kill everyone. The war will happen and we'll all lose. But interesting because like, well, how could that happen? Because he already experienced the war and he lived and he saved everyone, kind of. I mean, I think it's something I've brought up before, but it's you can't really think too hard about yeah the time time stuff in this because it falls apart relatively quickly, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, why? How? I don't know. You just can't think about it. How can, how can you have an organization that exists outside of time and then they're still tracking the pr- progress of time? Seeming, yeah, the seeming like standard. They're outside of time, time in that, but also they can view time as an abstract and walk out and t- interact with it. Yeah, and and things haven't happened yet for them. Like surely everything from their perspective, everything has happened and is above them. You can't go forever, ever because how can you f- they, get to the end of infinity? I don't know. They don't go to the end. Uh, don't worry about it. I guess. <laughs> don't sh- don't worry about it. But so Loki's like, man, I guess I have to let you survive, man. So then he goes and has a talk with Mobius, right? Far past Mobius, yeah, like first episode. So he goes back to the first episode when him and Mobius first met, and he zoops back into that body, and he has a chat with him. And I don't know, is this a story he told before? Do you remember? I didn't remember the story. No. I don't know if it was, but I'm going to assume it wasn't. So he tells Loki's story about a time where when he was a hunter. Well, he doesn't really explain that it was him, but he says tells him a story about a hunter who was sent to get a, a to prune a variant because his variant was going to kill like 5,000 people. And then they get there and it's an eight-year-old kid and the hunter can't do it and the partner has to do it. And it's it's Mobius and Renslayer. Hmm. And it's like, oh, that's an interesting story. And so, I don't know, the crux of it and he's in he kind of sums it up with this line that I enjoyed, right? Which is most purpose is more burden than glory. Hmm. It's in like, you know, most most stuff that is worth doing is like, it's, it's hard. It's not like for the fun of it all, right? Yeah. You gotta make sacrifices, kind of thing. And Loki seems to take that to heart. He's like, okay, okay, but a bit of heavier than a mountain. Yeah, to yeah, sure, yeah, yeah exactly. So he's like, I guess this is this is tough. This is like a sacrifice I have to make, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So then he goes to talk to Sylvie at the the point from the end of last episode, right? And he's like, Sylvie, what do you what do you think? 
And she's like, so you got to kill me, huh? And he's like, well, that's, that's, what that's what how it's seeming. That's what I'm, be- that's what I'm being told. Hate to, hate to be the one to break it to you, but I think we got to kill you. She's like, well, what are you going to, like, we're just going to, it's for nothing. We have to, like, have no one have free will. Like, even the sacred timeline, it's so good, but bad things happen in the sacred timeline all the time. It's not like a perfect utopia. It's just awfulness. Like, there's no, but also you can't escape it. Any possible variant to make it better is destroyed and cannot exist. She's like, yeah, well, uh, might be just how it is, maybe. Uh, so then he decides. He's like, I know what I'll do. This is the part where he's like, you gotta, gotta replace it or whatever. You gotta put something better. You gotta know. Put something better. Is that is that this part? Yeah. Because he's like, well, what can re- you can destroy it, but you can't destroy it. He goes, well, you can't destroy it and leave nothing. You have to destroy it with the purpose of building something better mm-hmm. to replace it in the end. So he goes, I know what I'll do. And so all these kind of jump ideals all jumble together, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, all, all, everything, he's traveled around, he's got a bunch of advice from a couple of different characters, and he's like, oh, how do I put this all together? And basically what he does is he returns to the point where the loom explodes. Loom's melting down, and he's like, all right, guess I'll just head on out. I'll take it for, I'll take him for the team here. And I assume he doesn't immediately spaghettify because he has time-slipping powers, and he's always... And he's a god. And he's a god, Maybe. yeah. More durable. Probably. Some, yeah. I assume it's a little calm, a little calm. Yeah, yeah, probably. He's, he's pr- transcended time in some way. So he goes out there and he just breaks the loom. So at first he transfer, he gets a cool new costume. Yeah, it does a classic Loki kind of look. Yeah, he gets two giant horn, horn animal helmet, horns. big cape thing. Yeah, but cool animal horns. Or I don't, does he actually have a cape or does he, he kind of gets? It's like cape. a cloak kind of thing. Yeah, it's a cloak. It's not, it's like a band with two horns, but it's cool looking. It's like more primal a little bit because they're like animal horns. And as he does, there's a big magic attack and he blows up the loom. And in a very cool visual, all the threads kind of explode out and turn black. And like, kind of die. Essentially, they're like, "All oh, the threads are dead." And Loki like grabs them and starts pulsing magic through them. He's like, "Something, something's here." And then he essentially grabs all of the threads and drags them together to the old throne of He Who Remains. And then he sits on it and then bursts them all through of magic and forms all the timelines into one big world tree. Uh, and that's kind of yeah, it's a cool visual, huh? It's very cool. I'm kind of dragging it. Uh, and it kind of ties. When it's in. finished, I was like, "It's like a world tree. That's fun. It's like a fun he's little Loki." He's like- and it, and it, it ties into. I mean, a couple of things. This episode it calls back to when the first episode, as we referenced with Mobius, when he's like, "I want to. You want to sit in the throne and be king." He gets it, and then Kang says, "I make the big decision. I get to sit in the big chair." And Loki makes a big decision and sits in his chair. I I really like this. Like it. It really is a complete kind of arc for Loki. In a lot of ways, it is like, look at this. What he wanted, right? He's burdened with glorious purpose, but again, he's he's come to learn that like that means sacrifice for him, right? That means like yeah. it's not just a cool thing he gets to do, but it's also something he has to do, right? In um in Avengers, what does Thor say? He says Loki says something like, "I I should, of course, I should rule them. Like I'm above them, right? Mm. Or something." He's like, "You think to yourself above them?" And he's like, "Of course, is why I should rule them." And he's like, "Then you miss the truth of ruling, brother. A throne would suit you ill, right?" And this is the complete kind of culmination of that, right? He gets to sit on the throne not because he wants to, because he has to. Because he, yeah. It's I don't like, know if you've got to this part. There's a part in the Way of Kings. and there's one With the like boulder. That. Yeah. I got to that part. That's part pretty early. It's like that. Yeah. Well, there's a couple ideas like it is. But basically that the king, basically the quote, the one quote is, um, power doesn't make one capable of rule. It makes one capable of service, mm. right? Because you're able to do, you know, because you're strong and able to do things. That doesn't mean you get to lord over other people. It means you can do more to help to help people. Yeah, and you that's control what, things. That's what he does, right? 
He doesn't use it to be like, I lord over you guys. It's like, I can use my power to bear this burden for everyone else. For all of infinity? I mean, he's outside of time. And yeah, it seems like that way. I mean, who knows? It's the type of thing where they could come get him they need again him. if they want to. Or this could just be where, he where he's forever, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, it seems from what a Tom, Tom Hiddleston quote, he's like, oh, like nine... So he's, he's like 14 years, nine movies, 12 episodes, like, and this is the end of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, but also, I mean, they could like throw money at him and be like, come be in. Tom Hiddleston, we need you for the Tumblr edits. Come be in uh, Kang, Dynasty. Kang Dynasty. Avengers 6. Don't you want to be? And you'd be like, well, he goes, if you're going to throw the money. He goes, well, how do you spell my name on the check? And they go, right, as you've requested. He goes, well, correctly. <laughs> correctly. And he goes, well, you, you did the thing I always ask. Mm, fair enough. Um, but I, sup- I would expect this is like a. Yes, if he ever comes back and it will not be in a major kind of role. Which is a bit, like, surprising because we anticipated this whole time that this was going to, like, you know, dovetail him into being, like, back, of the, the back into being one of the main players. And it's very much not that. And like you like you said earlier, like, this turned out to just be a genuine conclusion. And, and it's something I've been saying all season, right? Mm-hmm. Is that, again, maybe we didn't appreciate it as much the first time around, but then compared to some of the other shows we've gotten in terms of the, the Marvel Disney Plus stuff, it's like... This is a show that just justified its own existence. It just exists to tell a story. Not that there's no connections and stuff, but it truly feels in this show that like the Kang stuff is in service of this show more than the other way around, right? It's not yeah. like we're setting stuff up. It's like, yeah, this is what this show is about, and it all is kind of self-contained. And it's only two Kang variants in the whole yeah, show where exactly. the Kang runs the whole thing. Exactly, right? So, I don't know, and then we'll, we'll get to that in a second, but I, it's just... It tells a complete story. It did not leave the door open in a big way. It did not feel the need to be like, and then Loki will return. It's just like, this is it, man. This, this is what we're doing. This is the end of his story. I love that. Oh, yeah. It was great. Like, actual self-contained. You know I love like a, when a story actually, like, ends. Ends. Definitively. At least for some, at least for the one of the characters. Granted, at least, at least everybody else gets more things to do. But for the time being, this is an end of a story. As much as I, you know, enjoy my interconnected universes as much as the next guy. Except being me. Sure. <laughs> I can also appreciate when a thing doesn't just go on forever to go on forever. It's like, yeah, this is a story that we told and it's done. I like that. Absolutely. Big fan. Um, then we get like our falling action here. So the TVA has kind of taken on a new mission to, instead of pruning, right, it's to, to let the tree the tree grow, mm-hmm. help, help foster its growth. It's kind of monitor everybody. Mm-hmm. They mentioned that like, do the Kangs know about each other? They're like, well, no, they don't know about us. They don't know about each other yet. That's what I mean of like, what do you mean yet? Like, you're, I don't know. There's like these other dimensions, I guess, that they're observing that are just passing, like where time is passing normally, mm. just linearly. And they just, so it's like, well, we got to see how that plays out. What? You she, can't see like the future there of that? Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I guess you, that's what to think about too hard. Uh, and Mobius is like, wants to, wants to go see basically where, uh, where he came from, his his variant, mm. his original variant, and uh, B fifteen is like, well, good on you, man. If you don't ever want to come back? You're welcome to. I'm gonna I'm gonna run this, and then we see that the you know running of the TVA has become like a big group effort. Mm. It's not just like the judges or the three people in a room, timekeepers, or whatever. It's like, look, there's a million people in here, and we all collaborate together, and we're gonna we're gonna do this, which is nice. Mm. Um, and then Mobius goes to visit his, his the variant that we got from. Last, was it, that? Was yeah. it just last episode? Just last episode. Man, time flies. Huh? Oh. And uh, he's hanging out with sons and he's just having a good time. And he's like, oh, look at that. I like my sons, actually. I'm not just a sad <laughs> dad or whatever. Sad single father. It's all right sometimes. And um, I don't really understand how that works or what that means exactly. Yeah, why is he different? I was like, does he get to like pop back into 
the timeline with his sons and just be or what? But no, it's just kind of like he's just observing. I don't really. Where did he come from? You know. Yeah, I agree. I guess he came from a timeline that no longer exists, presumably. Correct. Yeah, yeah they pruned it, but then this one comes back because they're all come back. Um, Ob and Timely write a new copy of the handbook, but then seemingly they're able to like put Timely back. Right? What, what do you what do you, what do you take this or like they went back in time and stopped Renslayer from giving him the book, so he ceased to yeah exist I, as that version. Yeah, I think they so. don't give him the book, so. They write that, and then they're like, "All right, see you. We're 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 removing this version of you from existence, basically." Yeah. And they put Rensler in the uh, what's the beast called? I don't remember. I was trying to think of it too. I should have looked it up. But like the the end of time place. Yeah. From it last seems season. like this is also um maybe an old. There's like old TVA stuff at least right at the end because there's a patch of grass that moves and it's the same. Isn't this the thing from the end of season one? No, it is. It is the place. Yeah, okay. But I'm saying like. There's all kind of weird artifacts out there, right? Isn't that how it is? Yeah, that is how it is. That's true, but I, I just wonder how that one got there. Yeah. She gets eaten and is assumedly killed by the monster. Yeah, they just kind of condemn her to death. I don't know. It's interesting. Because I was like, okay, so they brought her, they kind of un, they unkilled her, Loki did, through his actions, right? They made it so she wasn't just zooped out of existence. But what's his name? Oh, Brad. Brad. But now she just killed her. But Miss Minutes is stick around. They're like, you're not so bad, Miss Minutes. You can hang out with us, I guess. So that's nice, at least. Sylvie goes off to wherever she wants to go. Make more McDonald's, I guess? I guess. 80s McDonald's? That's when McDonald's was good. And he's like, I'm just going to hang out here. Let some time pass. That's fun. That's it, right? That's the last line? I think of the whole whole thing. Yeah. God damn it. There it is. Let time pass. And won't we just, Jack? And we will. Let some time pass. And it ends with Loki sitting on his throne with all the threads around him. And And he's like content, I guess, you know? Yeah. He's like, I'm hanging out here doing the, doing the thing. I'm just going to hold this for a good long while. Forever, maybe? Man, look at that. Wow. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> How much longer did it? Oh, it's only been like two hours, huh? Man. It's like I work and you're like, I've gotten so much done. It's like, oh, it's been 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, man. Shit. I've been sitting here. Wow. Okay. Well, <sighs> maybe I kind of, well, I kind of, I did this, you know, I really settled into this. Can thing. I go back to the sacred timeline? Is that, <laughs> is that all right? Is that an option or what do we, what do we think? No, nah, I'll get on him. So there it is. I mean, again, that's. And a Loki. For now, at least. It's good, man. Yeah. Like you said, or I don't know if you said it on the show, but like, yeah, they're not doing another season. They've, they've said that. They're This is it. I'm always a, a little bit, you know, I gotta, I gotta be honest. I'm always somewhat skeptical when you see something like that. When they're like, yeah, we knew from the beginning it was going to be, we were treating this like, you know, season one, season two, two halves of a book kind of thing. And I'm like, okay, I believe you. Until it's season three is announced. Until proven otherwise. Yeah. yeah. But um, that's cool, man. I'm glad for it. Oh, yeah. For sure. They, um, so here's the thing I want to talk about. Should we get to so a lot of people are saying like look because of the end of C- Loki season three we never have to see or season two sorry we're never gonna they're not gonna use Kang anymore they're done with him and I'm like did you based did you on what sense? I don't know it's it's a super common thing I've seen people being like repeating around it's like yeah we're not clearly this is how they get rid of Kang now I think they could right hypothetically hmm. if that's the direction they want to go they call it Kang Dynasty I don't know. I think that would work, or you could also like if they wanted to use it as their opportunity to recast, that would work as well as anything, I guess. Mm. But I just, I don't think this was. There's no way that was the intention. Is what I'm no, saying because right? they reference all the other variants. Right. This was not done. So not done in reaction to anything. Right. Nothing that happened this year affected this show timeline wise. Yeah, because the show is done. So I don't know. Again, I suppose they could, but I don't. Yeah, people being like, ah, obviously this is they're not doing Kang Dynasty anymore. They're not doing this or that or the other thing. I don't think that's accurate. No, I don't think so at all. 
I just, yeah, I don't really know where that why so many people are insistent on that. I'm like, oh, now I gotta never like someone was like, oh, now I gotta never see all these goobers again, like all the the big stadium of Kangs. And yeah, that. and it's like really, I don't again, I don't know why where that comes from, but I definitely think they are because I mean they did set them up. I mean, I, I mean, so I guess they could just not do anything with them, but I don't see that really happening. Me either, personally. Yeah, so I think it's silly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, otherwise, there's not really a lot to this, like, ties it. Well, okay, so the other thing is that I, I spoke too soon. The other thing that people think this is going to tie in in terms of larger MCU implications, right, is something we I mentioned last week is Deadpool 3, right? Yes. So Deadpool 3, the rumor is that it's going to be about the TVA collecting the prime the prime versions of, of different heroes to fight... Uh, I guess Kang, some version of Kang, whichever version that they end up calling Either him, Mortis or whatever, or the or the whatever, the whole team of them. Who, who knows that whole the whole stadium full Kang of Kang and the Kangs, the three of them, the the Pharaoh one. Who knows? But um, so yeah, I guess we'll see them in some form then, if that if that proves to be, to be true. true. Yeah. So that'll that'll kind of be a, an idea of like what they're doing now in their new kind of form and mission state. and yeah. So that that's neat, I guess. So they'll they'll be around if not like Loki himself, right? So that's interesting. I like the idea of that. It, do, I mean, it does make a sense. Does make a sense. It does make sense in terms of this whole thing. That again, even though this was clearly a show that stands on its own in a, in a lot of ways, um, that there is this stuff is going to re- remain relevant going forward with the whole multiverse mm. timeline thing. timeline scenario that they're you know they that is what they're basing this whole phase around. So you can't really be surprised. You got to have some kind of reason why all these timelines exist, but also they're getting pruned. So it's like, well, what what mechanism? lets them exist these characters themselves i don't think necessarily are going to be used again like again that's all mostly self-contained but um the tva itself and the idea of all this the variants of kang and stuff are, are clearly going to be used going forward so it's neat mm. but yeah i don't know i think this is the first i was thinking about this this is anything that we care about at least other than like the obviously other than the one and done miniseries things right this is like one of the first things that's like had a couple seasons and got to finish up and tell a whole thing you know and i get canceled kind of cool yeah and it's, and it's a show we started with yeah it is look at that look at that only took 126 episodes for from the first episode we talked about first two technically to now yeah, you know going forward who knows how this is all going to shake out like how will we look back upon you know they're talking about like probably doing less shows in general going forward like they're gonna have to really again in a lot of ways it seems like marvel's going back to the drawing board which i think is a good thing or i'm hoping will will prove to be a good thing so yeah because they're like, well, maybe we shouldn't do a billion shows. Maybe Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, quality. and She-Hulk in one year wasn't good. I mean, people didn't like that. Hey, no, it's weird to say. Like, it just depends. They got to be good, though. I think if they're good. I don't think the idea of doing, oh, you know, three TV shows in one calendar year. Like, is that really crazy? No, but when they're of, yeah, when they're as, like, middling to controversial as those ones are, I guess. Yeah. When Blade, some maybe fell apart a little bit. Also, like, how expensive are they? Mm-hmm. How many people are you expected to watch? How many subscriptions are you getting? And there could be the thing of, I mean, again, I know I literally downplayed it earlier, but it, it probably is a, a thing at this point that doing so many shows and expecting people to engage with them all. And even if it's not true, giving the impression that people need to be continuing to watch them all to be able to fall along is probably contributing to people being like, well, I'm just going to stop them. I'm just going to kind of throw in the towel. Check out. Yeah, yeah. This show. Good. Solid. Solid. Give Big it a watch. Winner for Marvel, I say. Finally, a win for Marvel. It's been a while. All right, well, then we can act out of that then into our final topic, the killer. 
David Fincher's newest film. Uh, it was in theaters last month, and now just came to Netflix, starring Michael Fassbender, Tilda Swinton, big question mark, and other actors whose names I can't remember. The guy. Oh, yeah, that one guy. That one guy. You know him. I know him, but I don't know his name. But I recognize I'll, I'll bring him. it up. Excellent. Um, so let's do the thing I sometimes do, I like to do, often do. What do you think of David Fincher? What's your relationship with David Fincher and his work? Um, I like the movies I've seen. Fight Club 7. Oh, we were talking about it. There's a third one that I always forget that I've seen. Mm-hmm. What is it? I'll let you sweat a little. For my own amusement. <laughs> Have you seen Zodiac? I keep meaning to watch Zodiac. It's been on Netflix for a million years. I argue. It's got Robert Downey Jr. I'm like, I want to watch Zodiac. I know it's great. Like, it's good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's good. I know it's good. Yeah. Like it's not even like it's a good movie about that. Gone Girl, Jack. Have you seen Gone Girl? I've not seen Gone Girl, but that's got Rosamund Pike in it and Ben Affleck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, no, you can't look it up. I'm not looking it up. I'm looking up something else. I saw. I'm thinking of a funny joke I heard. It's the Sophie Ellis joke. Fuck. Damn it! I was never gonna guess. He also it. did Aliens Three or Alien Three, whatever. But that's. Nobody likes that. No one likes that. I just think, it's, isn't that weird? Don't you think? How many of like our girls? No, okay. So I'm going to say a thing and you're going to give me guff maybe because we were doing a whole thing before. We were doing a whole David bit. Fincher is, I think, one of the great living filmmakers, right? And, um. Yeah, they all are, huh? No, oh, David Fincher is one though. David Fincher, Martin Scorsese, fucking everyone. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Me, Zach. Zach so controversial with his praise for Martin Scorsese. No, I just, just name him. I could have named uh, many directors. Like George Lucas. You were like, George Lucas is our greatest living director. He's one of our. And then I said, name two, besides the two movies he directed, name any other ones he went to. Sometimes you don't need, like, Star Wars alone is like a career. You know what I mean? So I don't only, really feel only, the need okay, to Okay, but it's not, it's not a career as a director if you've only directed the one. His influence is, like, like unmatched, right? Like, so profound. I think, I, but I think the greatest living director and one of the greatest... I living, said he's one of the great living directors. That's not the same thing. You're putting words in my mouth. Okay, mind, one of the great living directors... But counting his influence in Star Wars as not a director, I think can be different. Things. I think he'd be one of the greatest in like reach and influence. Sure, and I think that's fair. That's what I'm but, saying, but as a director, I don't think that counts because Martin Scorsese he directs tons of movies and they're all a bunch of them are great. He did two, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. You could say three. Could you? Yeah. What's the third one? THX one thirty eight. I I eleven thirty eight. I don't know that one. I'm not Why familiar. Why you don't? But I'm sure and that's now good you've enough. shown your own ignorance, haven't you? I guess. I don't know. I like it, for that alone. George Lucas may actually be the greatest living filmmaker. Like it's it's incomprehensible. Whether you, whether you even like Star Wars that much, you know what the thing is. There are so many like working working directors in mean, in all levels of filmmaking who are like do it because Star, Star Wars. Wars. Like that alone. But whatever. You're just you're mostly just going to be guff. I know. Yeah. But David Fincher is one. What I was going to say though, isn't it fun? Like because his first movie was Alien Three. Mm-hmm. Um, James Cameron's first movie is Alien 2. He's Aliens, yeah. Aliens. And he's, dare I say, one of the great living filmmakers. I'm not counting Avatar. You don't think, shut up, get out of here. I said I won't count Avatar. I'll count his other movies. He made Titanic and among other things. I didn't say you have to count, you don't even have to like them, but that's, he's still, he's one of them, man. Oh yeah, they're all one of them, huh? And um, Ridley Scott's first movie wasn't Alien, but you know. It's part of it. That's just funny to me that they like, a couple of them started on these, on well, Aliens is, is great. Aliens is good. Nothing against the Aliens, but... Aliens 3. Alien 3 is not a good movie. But you can't win them all. To cut your, cut your teeth on. But he, sometimes you gotta start rough to grow better and make Fight Club or whatever. I'm worried. That he's not... That George Lucas is not... No, no, no. The greatest living filmmaker. Is... Was James Cameron's first movie Aliens? I don't know. Let's see. Real quick. His debut was the science fiction short Xenogenesis. His feature directorial debut... Oh, no. We are way off. What was it? I'm a fool. 
His feature directorial debut was Piranha 2 The Spawning. And it was he did Terminator before Aliens. Oh, right. I forgot he did Terminator. Of course you did. So that's... We missed... Cut all that. Edit the, make us sound correct, Jack, would you? Would you go back? Yeah, very good. Right, I'm doing live, live cutting. Anyways, David Fincher. You say like Seven's? Seven's incredible. Seven's great. Fight Club's great. One of my favorite movies. Social Network. But not for the, not for the reason they think. Not for the reason they think. I like it because of the message it sends. How you're not supposed to be like tired. I got dirty. that. Even as like a 13 year old when I first watched Fight Club, I was like, this is rad. But not for the reason they think. <laughs> not for the reason they think, mother. I looked at it and said, mother. <laughs> then I would tell people they liked, I liked Fight Club and they were like, what, you think you can fight? I was like, no, that's not what I, I didn't say, no. Have you seen Fight Club? Have you? And they'd say, no. I don't want to do those that pussy shit. And you go, cool, bro. No, no you fool. Um, I like The Social Network quite a lot. It's a great movie, too. I'm not seeing Gone Girl, so. Me neither. Oh, Jack, have you seen The Martian? I have not. No. Have you seen The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it either. We talked earlier about Ridley Scott movies. That's all. I forget. I always forget that's a Ridley Scott movie, too. So do I. And you also haven't seen it. You're a fool. You know what? You're missing out. I can't live. Ridley Scott? You've not seen The Martian either. I have two. I've not seen The Martian. Why would you say that? Uh, oh, I no. have The Martian over there. No, it's over there, Jack. can't see it. He's one of the great living filmmakers. You know that? Who? You heard Damon? James Cameron? Uh, uh, Ridley Scott. Yes. I've heard about this. You heard these this? We'll revisit this in a, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yes, we will. <laughs> um, anyways, okay. So, David Fincher. He made the killer. Michael Fassbender is in this. This is all just preface for me trying to say, do you like, do you like David Fincher? I like him as a filmmaker. Not this movie, but the three I've seen previous. How about the Curious Case of Benjamin Button? I haven't seen that one. I didn't know that was him. Man, that was big movies you never suspect. Yeah, right. Isn't that fun? Good for him. You know, do girl with a dragon tattoo. Did he not do the sequels though? I think he did the other books. Did anyone? Those movies were made, surely. Correct. I don't know. They did Girl in the Spider's Web. Oh, I didn't know these books were recent. This doesn't last 20 years. That last 10 years? So, now? Girls with a Dragon Tattoo came out in 2011 based on the 2005 novel. The Girl in the Spider's Web was a 2015 novel. Oh. So, he wrote the sequel after the movie. It's like, damn, I gotta write another. I gotta make cash in on money on this. I think there's three of them, isn't there? I thought so. Let's see. The the girl who bought Raid or something? <laughs> I don't know if there was. I don't think there is. No, because it was a box office disappointment. I don't think they made a third one. Oh. Yeah, they did. Yeah, Wow. Wow. But anyway, this film, we're, we'll get to it, I promise, listeners. We're all, we're so close. We've done almost all the rambling. The Girl Who Played With, The Girl Who Kicked the Hornet's Nest? Is that a movie? I think that's a book. No, it is. But I oh, know it is. Okay. When did they make... They made it yesterday. It just came out. The Girl Who Kicked the Hornet's Nest came out in... Oh, no. This is 2009. What is going on? What's the timeline on this? Perhaps... Perhaps you've miscon- oh, fuck it. Never mind. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Such okay. vitriol. The Killer. So this is a this is based on a French comic book or I don't know how they do it over there. Comic book, something weird. I read about it. and It was like what do you call them? They called them albums, and then they put the albums into comic books, and then it's a graphic novel. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, French? The France, the France, the French love comics. Yeah, I mean, in a lot of ways, well, the, like even like strips because they like they have like um, oh, 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 what's his name, the Viking guys. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about, but I don't know the name. Like Astrid and Oberks, what are they called? I don't know, man. Damn it, Jack. Just said I don't know their name. You're killing me. Buddy, I'm trying my best. Oblix. Asterix. Asterix. Just an asterix? Asterix and Oblix. I think that's probably a pun. They're supposed to be, be like asterix. Like the thing. What, in French, you think? Asterix. Is that a, fr- is that a French pun we don't understand? <laughs> it's beyond our understanding. You know you know these guys, though. You know them. Yeah, yeah. Big pudgy guy and all that. Um, What are, what are they? Do they like Tintin? That's not No, French, I don't think that's French. French. But I think they probably do like Tintin. 
They're like they're big on all arts because they're French and awful. Yeah, good for them. It's the only good thing they ever do. And cheese. They got good cheese, I guess. Bread. Yeah, I listen. I got no problem with the French. Either. Well, hold on. You got no problem with the French? I got no problem with that. I, I got like, a problem. We, with we the joke French. at all, but like I, I like France. I mean, they're our greatest allies. Yeah, they're like our well, listen to us friends. They Jack. are. I mean, England kind of except for like very like almost immediately we fought a we fought a pseudo war against them, you know. But other than, yeah. that, other than that little hiccup, who hasn't fought a pseudo war against those who've allied against the British with? Exactly. Who among us? And Napoleon set them right, and we've been mostly cool since then. I think. Yeah, and I can't wait to talk about that in two weeks with Napoleon. A Ridley woo, Scott movie. Woo, woo. Um. Anyways, so, so the actual Christ, movie. Are we ever gonna? <laughs> wow, what is wrong with this? And you like this movie? We're taking. I liked it. I liked it. So it was it was a French comic book album, whatever thing. It says it was yeah albums. That is what they call it. The series was published into thirteen albums by Casterman. It was then translated in English and then published by Archaea. Studios Press, who turned each album into two comic books. So I don't know what that means. I don't know what that's. Jack, I don't. It's nothing. <laughs> what have I even? Said? I don't know where you pick, pick, pick up a comic album. What the fuck is that? Whatever. Um, but now it's this. It's a David Fincher movie. Now I have no clue. I was trying to find like a plot synopsis of the comic book, but I don't know. I couldn't find one anywhere. It's, it might not even be that well known. Who knows? It's all in French. Um, this is something he tried to adapt a while back to no avail. Apparently, and he tried to get Brad Pitt on it, and Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt turned it down because he said it was too like. Dark and violent, and I was like, "What are you talking about, Brad Pitt?" Been you, a dark fun- you did Fight Club. You did Fight Club and Seven with this same guy. Why is this the You're one that's too dark? The one you talk to yourself for twenty uninterrupted minutes. We'll get to that, and then especially because since then, now maybe this has changed since this. This was two thousand eight. This is back in the day, and he's done you know Gone Girl and stuff mm-hmm. since then, and then came back to this, um, got the rights back and did it again. Uh, but since then, Brad Pitt's been in Killing Them Softly, which is a movie where he plays a hitman <laughs> it's very good it's a, it's a movie i quite like a lot but i'm just like it's, it seems very similar kind of intel if anything that movie seems more cynical i think mm-hmm. but regardless um so he's, a, he's an assassin he's just it's pretty i would say the plot of this relatively straightforward this one yeah right um we'll do spoilers and stuff though whatever it's on netflix so this is pretty accessible this one yeah you can just find it anywhere i say i liked it i say i didn't like it you would you'd fully say that like fully like i didn't like it i did not enjoy it I was happy when it ended. That's that is tough. Okay, that's tough. I didn't wait. I didn't want this. So I was betting three for three so far with the adventure films. The premise, as as you know, it's just in the synopsis, but you get it. Is a, the hit goes wrong, right? So we start with he's in a apartment or whatever in, in Paris built complex. And building. He's watching a hotel um, to get his get his man, you know, get his target. And as you previously alluded to, the first. Uh, 20 or so minutes here. 21 minutes. I checked. I made sure I know. It's him in this room basically alone going through his different routines and stuff with voiceover. And we, you and I, and the person you watched the movie with, mm-hmm. all universally found this voiceover grading. bit grading. Um, not against Michael Fassbender. I like him quite a lot in most of the stuff he's in. But I think, I don't know, something about the way he's delivering it. And the shit that he's saying. He's trying a little too hard, maybe. You know, a bit. You know, too I, much of like, if, ooh, I'm doing a you know, his sonorous... Speaking soothing voice. It's, it feels a little too much, almost. Yeah. Uh, and it just keeps it, going. It's delivered in a way where it's just like, and here's all my ideas, and actually, the world is this way, and you don't know this, and I'm I'm, I'm kill people, but actually, I'm not doing anything wrong, and look at all these statistics I know. It's like, buddy, fucking, can we get going here? Also, I felt right in the beginning, from like a, stru- from like a movie-making standpoint, not like structure, like story structure, but like the intro was very high- paced and like felt like an action movie intro 
And then it's just like him sitting in a chair sleeping. It's like, feels like this is a movie, this is an intro you give after a cold open, or like it fades from a cold open into this intro with like this kind of heightened action things with like, here's a bullet, here's like a tube of gas going out, and all this like assassin stuff. And it's just a bunch of monologue. Felt kind of like the like it, the tone just, the page just dropped immediately. Mm-hmm. But that's a relatively minor thing, I think. Um, yeah, I, 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 I get what you're saying. Again, I mean, I, I, I did enjoy this movie a lot more than you for sure, but yeah, the intro did bother me a bit too. The, this opening where you just kept going on with the, the voiceover. I don't know, man. It was, it was just too much. I don't, I don't really get it. I mean, there's a reason that like voiceover is not used anymore. It's much like it's, it's a known, it's a known quantity. Like you got to be careful with it because anytime you have these big stretches where you just have a character talking to nothing, describing things, it's it's well known. Like it's, everyone knows this. I don't. This is like one on one kind of stuff. Not to tell. Not that I'm going to sit here and tell David Fincher how to make movies, but you don't want scenes like this, which are just long, protracted things, where the character is just saying something instead of being Doing able to thing. depict it on screen or even communicate it through dialogue. Anytime you just have to have someone just straight up tell the audience how they feel or what they're thinking, or it's not usually as engaging. And yeah, this is was was true for this as well. It just got a bit old. Yeah, pretty quickly. And again, to have the opening for the movie be 20 minutes of that uninterrupted got a bit too much i don't know it makes me wonder i really would like to know how similar it is to the comic is it like is some of the stuff just lifted directly directly from it because as an adaptation of a comic book there is that makes a certain level of sense right because comics comics are filled with thought bubbles and, mm, and like narrator bubble boxes yeah, just, just narrating what's happening as we do it and kind of thing that's a super common thing so i get that to an extent but yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't great. I mean, but it's too, like you said, like all, all these statistics and this, like I don't know. He's trying a bit too hard, almost. Yeah, you know, to to communicate to us that look at this is your super smart assassin guy. Doesn't he know his stuff? Yeah, you can just do that kind of from you know visual showing us he's competent, right? Like it almost feels like the beginning of this movie should have been like a cold open of him with no dialogue, him not talking, maybe dialogue people killing someone, doing a, a hit to show how good he is and like that he gets it done. And then we do this intro, and then we do like, and here's my thought process when I do the whole thing. Even if it was still 20 minutes, which I wouldn't have liked, it would have felt f- flowed better. Do a, do a good hit before the failed one, though. Yeah, that's what I'm still be like, here's him at his best, and now we're going to see him like kind of falling apart. Because mm-hmm. as it stands, I'm, we're, I'm meant to believe that he's a good assassin, maybe the best from what he said. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, through the, through the rest of the events of the movie, kind of seems like he might be one of the best. Yeah. Um, and then, but we never see him like truly work because the first th- job we see him prepare for for days and days, he fails. Oh, he takes his gun apart, and right before he's gonna do the hit, it's like, I feel like you keep that gun together so you don't have to waste time putting it together. But you think so? What do I know? I'm no assassin. No one, well, and, and I told you a thing like, and this isn't really a strike against this movie in particular, but I, I've seen a lot of movies like this, right? I told you, and I said in that in that way, it is kind of up my alley, right? I like a lot of like, what would you say? It's like a crime thriller, right? Yeah. It doesn't do a thing. And at some point, you can only like, I don't know, I can only buy into that premise so many times, maybe. Of, because the thing I said to you, right? This isn't real. Like, assassins like this don't exist. Yeah, it's purely a pop culture fabrication. Purely a fabrication of pop culture, I think. This idea that there's these highly, you know, skilled, deadly people running around. Especially because, and the movie kind of says this at a couple points, too. I, I don't think it's actually that hard to get away with murder. They say um, it's pretty easy. So... You don't need to hire, yeah, an international man of intrigue to travel around and pay him massive quantities of money. You can just pay someone from nearby to do it. Yeah. 
and probably be done easier because they'll know. They'll know the ins and outs. You pay a guy in the hotel enough money, he'll do it that he's in. He literally said, he's like, yeah, the police kind of suck, don't you know? And it's like, yeah, I do know. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I don't know. The whole premise is it. But again, that's not this movie's fault. It's just something I did think about mm-hmm. throughout it. Um, but anyways, so the the basic idea, like we said, is that we have this whole setup for this and, and then it goes wrong. Um, his target is having like a dominatrix, whatever, prostitute of some sex worker of some kind in his hotel room and Michael Fassbender fucks up the shop and accidentally shoots her and not the target. And so both... Now, should the bullet just go right through her and hit him? I thought the same thing. Um, Excellent. Because he said, like, oh, it won't drop. So I'm like, okay, so it's not dropping. But he did say they were subsonic. So I don't know... I'm not... I cannot identify his gun based purely off appearance here. But subsonic means it's slow, right? So subsonic, Mm. below the speed of sound. Um, In bullets, it means that with a suppressor, they're much quieter. So what he's got here, like, he's got a suppressor and it's a... It's a manual action. So it should be really, really quiet. Like they wouldn't have a good way of knowing where he came from, which is how he's able to get away, even though he fucks it up. Yeah. Um, although I guess he would have to have got away anyways. They would have still found out pretty quickly. But yeah, the bullet is not going very fast. It's going below the speed of sound. So there's no supersonic crack. Right? Yeah. It's not making a boom itself. And because it's a manual action, all the gas is pretty much going out the front through the suppressor, which is where you want it to be. So it's quieter. So. I think that's you could again. I'm no expert, but I think that could be the explanation. Set also, it's weird. It's it's one of those things where like bullets are not an exact science. Just like a lot of stuff in the movies, and you know, sometimes they can do stuff like go through multiple people effectively, mm-hmm. and sometimes they can't. They you know break apart. People can get shot, and bullets deflect off of your own like bones and stuff in weird ways that seem miraculous, right? Like yeah, it's just luck of the draw like that. Yeah. You know, it's like how people sometimes can, you know, fall out of airplanes and sometimes you, you know, fall out of your bed and crack your head open and die. So that's just, you know, the way it is, man. How she goes. I did enjoy, one thing I did enjoy about his monologue is when he's like, my reference is Popeye. I <laughs> am what I am. I was like, that's just kind of a funny thing, very comic booky thing to like have happen, I guess, or just kind of quirky. Um, Something that's kind of interesting about this is that there's not a ton, even though we get an ab- absurd amount of voiceover throughout the whole course of this movie right not very much of it is actually very introspective for him in terms of the of the killer and his and his characterization mm-hmm. right so we never do we ever learn his name i don't think we do no because he's he, he always giving aliases it's the whole thing like, you never know he's the killer name. he's just the killer right and then the, i read in the comic he's also unnamed as well so yeah so he says he doesn't never, give a fuck he says i don't give a fuck very kind of um, cringe and he has this mantra that he repeats throughout the movie right yeah the whole no, imp- no empathy, no improvisation, stick no to the plan. Yeah, stick to the plan, only, only do what you're paid for, whatever. Um, but, it, you know, it seems like by the end of this, well, not even seems like, I think the end of the movie is pretty clear about it, actually. But th- it seems like throughout the movie, he's starting to question that and change a little bit, perhaps, mm-hmm. right? In terms of his, like, no empathy rule and all that, which I do think is, is kind of interesting. But again, we never really get that super, explore super explicitly through his monologuing, which is weird. Or through his dialogue, for that matter. <laughs> his very limited dialogue. Um, but yeah, so after this, basically, he, he tries to make his getaway, and when he gets to his home in... The Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic is where he lives, I guess. So I guess it's I, it's not clear. I mean, he's Michael Fassbender sounds American in this, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, I would assume in the French comic, he's also is French, French? which kind of makes sense why he would maybe... Does it? He's I was going to say, would it make sense for like a French dude to have a, like a home in... The Dominican Republic, but it, it actually wouldn't. 
No. They think Marsantec is for Haiti in terms of like colonial holdings. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Regardless. Um, that's where he lives. And But he gets there and his girlfriend has been beset by assassins who were clearly looking for him. So he's like, well, now I got to do a vengeance thing, right? Yeah. So the rest of the movie is him hunting him down. Getting the assassins who tried to get him. Uh, and he goes and finds this lawyer guy who, in Louisiana, who apparently is like his handler. Who, Yeah. And this guy who hires him for jobs. It sounds like a more interesting story when he's like, I was a lawyer. I went to law school. And then this guy was like, be an assassin. Which I was like, that's... Oh, was, it, was it him? Do you think literally? I didn't, yeah. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, it's literally... Uh, that's what he says. Sorry. No, you're, I'm, I'm sure you're right. Yeah. Which I was like, that feels like a more interesting story than the one we're getting. Because it's like, I feel like an assassin, typically, is a thing that people go into when they have no other options. Again, it's like the whole... Like, it's it's like, like what I was real. saying, right? Like, what is... What is... It? A, a, again, highly skilled private assassin, I think, is not really a thing. Oh, before that, I forgot about this. He kills that cab guy. Man, I thought this was hard because again, this is like uh, okay. So does he have kind of like a code, right? I was like, maybe he's not mm. so bad of a dude, but then he just wastes his cab driver, and I was like, Jesus, man, that guy didn't do anything. What did he do? To deserve that? Yeah, I was like, is it like a? Also, feels like he's kind of shitting where he eats here. He's like killing people in alleys on cabs and then fucking off again. I don't think it's that hard to get away with it. Like, yeah, that's gonna, true. Uh, it is, how do you how do you possibly trace that back to him? He's, it is the Dominican Republic, especially. I I don't know. Either, I. It, I guess it depends, but neither of these interpretations are completely charitable. Either he's like, well, this you you helped do it. It's kind of your fault by helping Transitive kill my prompted. wife, so I guess I got to kill you. Or is it just like, well, I can't have any loose ends? Neither of which are great. No. Just killing a man because he happened. Like, either way, Doing it's not job. really his fault. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty brutal. But um, So, yeah, then he is able to... Was he... He feel like you could have skipped that step. The more I think about it, as it turns out, right? Because then he just goes to find Eddie. It seems like he knew where that was the whole time, anyways. Yeah. So why didn't he just do that first? Because this guy didn't really give him any concrete information to go off of. I guess he didn't know until he did it. But, but. he looks us into the Smiths. Does yeah, that all? Up? I'll, I'll, so- I'll, I'll move you along. All the songs seem to be very crucial to what he's doing. Girlfriend in a coma. It's convenient, right? Yeah. Uh, he gets in. They got the Smiths have a song for every occasion, and they really do. Uh, the the his handler secretary is like, sorry, I left the door that locks open, so the assassin snuck in and got me. I fi- I failed to follow our anti-assassin protocol, and look what happened. <laughs> the assassins got in so fast. Sorry about that. What are you gonna do? Yeah. So he so he's so, like, Eddie, why don't you just like tell me these guys? And he's like, well, you know, I can't do that because then I'm screwed. And then he's like, well, I'll just kill you. I'll just nail gun your chest. Like, you never would. You wouldn't do. It. And then he does. He just kills Eddie. And he's like, fuck you. Makes him drown his own blood. So Eddie either doesn't know genuinely or just doesn't care so he's dead that dead, dead, dead guy eddie yeah uh, see ya secretary's like hey man i'll tell you which one i know it's just like when you kill me make it seem like an accident don't let me disappear because my kids won't get my life insurance money which is like man she really is like well i'm dead i there's no way out of this that's pretty yeah it's pretty cold um but i guess at first i was like oh she's just like the hapless secretary but like she nah she knew she knew it was up yeah obviously to a, to a degree not even to a degree. She she was pretty well involved in the whole she side. She knew of exactly it. the code to get in. So she had back or no? Is it? It's his house. That's has his backups. House, yeah. Um, and they're on paper they're on a rotary. So he's like, she's she communicates to him, which you know all the all the deets and how you can back it up to the the person who hired who called out the hit, and then the people who took the hit. subcontractors who um they hired to to get you, and so you know subsequently the people who rolled up to his house and beat up his wife. Or girlfriend, whatever she is. So he's like, "All right, cool." So he's got this now. He's able to, uh, and then he kills her. I I wasn't sure what he was gonna do here. 
Yeah. Because he just breaks her neck. And, and he, which, yeah, he breaks her neck going down the stairs. So I guess the idea is that it'll look like she, she fell. fell down the stairs and broke her neck, which is... I mean, I guess he's doing what she asked to an extent. Mm. It's but rough, though, man. He's huh? still fucked. He's like, well, you're going to die. Rough, right? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this killer guy, Jack. I'm, I'm starting to think maybe he's not the best. He's a bad guy. person. But even... And then I, I was like, well, is this him being like... His empathy. Is this, is this his, empathy? his empathy coming in? Like the fact that he would even do that for her is 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 a cut above what he would normally do. I assume it is. I guess so. But I like, can't geez. tell. Yeah, small comfort, right? Like yeah, very not great when you think about it fully. God, she again. She didn't. Not really her fault. It's not necessarily even really Eddie's fault. Nice. I I'm honestly am kind of inclined to believe him when he's like, "Listen, man, I didn't think you'd be home. Kind of figured it would just be like a non-issue, like you know." A, they, they rough up your house and they leave. It makes you wonder why he didn't just tell his girlfriend to not be home, dip out. You yeah, know? Hey, maybe take a step. Yeah, just fuck around for a while. So he goes to Florida, kill the first guy who got his leg injured. Uh, he almost dies doing this. This is weird to me too because it's like, so okay, where does he draw the line? Why didn't he? You know what I couldn't help but think? Why didn't why he did just he mo- shoot that dog? That's what I thought. Why didn't his Molotov cut to the whole fucking house if he's inside? Maybe too, huh? And then when he runs out because the house is on fire, you shoot him with a gun in the head when you're waiting for him. Even if you don't get him with the yeah. And then the whole and then you just and then you just take the body, pull it under the burning house, and then the house burns away. Maybe it's like he's maybe it's like Tilda Swinton says though later on. He's like, like he wanted to get in. It's there. not about the hunter. It's yeah. not about the hunt anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My he, friend, he, he's got to like he's got to like face him head on. Yeah, know? but he almost loses immediately. The guy sucks. Yeah, that's, that's, guy's not, that's why I think that guy's not a good assassin. He's like Which one. Uh, Michael Fassbender, the other dude. Michael, I mean, the second guy's injured, so I'm like, oh, he's probably a lesser than Michael Fassbender. That guy's more of like a seems like a big bruiser. Yeah, just a muscle. I don't, I don't think that guy's a good assassin either. No, no, you're right. Yeah, I couldn't. I was like, does he not want to hurt the dog? Is he that kind of guy? But like, just really? shoot the dog. You killing men? Like, I don't know. You know how people are sometimes. I mean, there's people. There's normal non-psycho murderer people who like dogs more than people. So, and yeah, the unstable psycho murderer guy probably. Yeah, maybe he's got a weird quirk about him. So. But we get a good fight scene out of it, don't we? Yeah, it's interesting. I like this. I think it's um, surprisingly like intelligible as a fight scene, despite having a night. It being yeah, in like a darkened house. I, I was like kind of impressed by that. I was like, yeah, no, I I can follow the flow of this. I understand what's going on, you know. Which is you know a hard enough feat at times with normal fight scenes in, in normal lighting, much less it's oh, like, yeah. yeah, we're in a darkened house. I thought that was cool. I enjoyed that. He stabs the guy falls on his ass on a table. Himself. I don't know. They, like the table gets flipped over, and I think it's broken, and he he gets yeah his leg, his leg, or his maybe his is like paint, something like he's bleeding right somewhere. in his freaking innards, you know, yeah, no good. So not that it was gonna lie. I mean, he was, he, was, he was you know at that point he was done so anyways, but yeah, yeah, that guy gets gets impaled on a thing. I don't. He's ruining his whole house. Yeah, one of his opening moves is to shove Michael Fassbender into the TV, and I'm like, that's your TV, man. But I mean, especially so- if you think the guy's a robber at first. That's what he thinks, right? So yeah. Because he's like, oh, you got you picked the wrong house, dude. Because so if you ro- just start smashing the robber into all your belongings, I think it's a roid rage. Yeah, maybe. Well, it's, he says creatine. A creatine's not literally like a no creatine <laughs> performance enhancing drug. No, it's just yeah, it's like protein powder, kind of. Maybe? Yeah, I think so. I don't. I'm not an expert, but that's yeah. kind of what I thought. I'm one of those losers who go to the gym. But uh, yeah, Michael Fassbender gets him. He makes his way back to his 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 uh, fallen gun in the other room and just shoots him through the door. Which you would, because what is yeah. this? This guy, see, this is how you know this guy is an amateur. Because how are you just gonna be like, you know, most talking shit yeah. through the other side of the door? It's just a door. And the dog wakes up from the sleeping pills. And again, Michael Fassbender doesn't just shoot the dog. He's like, oh, I gotta get out of here. Can't hurt the doggy. I guess he really just does like dogs, maybe. I don't know. But then he still burns the house down with a Molotov cocktail. Good throw though from him. Yeah, 
It's true. I, thought it was, I was like, great throw, man. You got it right in there, huh? Yeah, Good on First him. try. Just like, what what is that? Is that not conspicuous? They're going to find his dead body shot still, I think, if they care to look. Yeah. I think, it, I think even on a charred up corpse, you can see the whole house fire head. victim. You'd still be like, is this guy not been shot several times? And like have been like other mortal wounds to his body? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. What does he care? He's on the revenge tour. And again, they're not going to trace it back to him because how are they ever going to possibly know this guy? Yeah. So, And then he goes to Tilda Swinton who lives in New York. Or New York. Uh, outside of New York. And he Im- ambushes her. She just had a nice dinner. Yeah. And he, for a while, he just kind of sits and stares at her, which I assume he's monologuing in his head. Like, I know empathy. I thought she, the whole scene he wouldn't speak to her and he would just let her like kind of talk herself, a nervous talk her way out of it. And he's like, yeah, man, you know, actually it was the Florida guy who was going crazy. I didn't like it at all and I actively objected to it. I didn't do anything to him. I mean, I didn't stop him. But, Even though I'm know. an assassin, I could just easily kill him. Uh, this this kind of does the assassin. He's like, yeah, you know, when you start this, you don't know what you're capable of. Which makes me feel like this handler guy is just kind of picking random fuckers out of everywhere and being like, you can be an assassin. I think so. It, it basically, I think it's him specifically, mostly. Yeah, because what I'm thinking, because like Michael Weissman was almost a lawyer, and Tillis Wooden seems like she was not a violent person before she became an assassin. Uh, Maybe you're right, yeah. So I, I like that idea. Yeah, that he's literally just like, who's someone with some some sociopathic tendencies that I could make into a hired yeah. killer? Ooh, lawyers, absolutely. What a great thing to pick. Which I might, mean, makes you feel like the uh, movie about a lawyer becoming an assassin fits the themes of this film. Maybe a little bit better than the one that we get. This, that's what this movie is though yeah but he's already an assassin I'm saying like that transition making that active yeah, transition yeah. interesting it's implied though in the, in the past it all worked out and, and yeah Tilda Swinton monologues quite a bit here I think she did I think that's interesting we joked about how Tilda Swinton's like marketed as like oh Tilda Swinton starring in the killer and then she's in this one scene mostly for the most part but I mean I think she does good with what she's got tells a story about a bear and a hunter they have gay sex that was funny yeah that was just a good I don't know I thought that was, that was a fun joke because I was like, where? What's what's the what's the ball she's getting at here? And it's just a joke. It was just a joke. <laughs> so I was like, okay, all right, Tilda Swinton making a joke in the the end of your life. A little gallows well, right? humor. That's pretty funny. If only for the if only for the timing, you know. Yeah. He's like, well, I better get all this whiskey, you know. Yeah. She's like, oh, if I started screaming and you you could still kill me, but uh, they'd all get you. You couldn't like get out clean. That which I'm like, I feel like you could just fuck him over and just do that. He's gonna blast your brains out anyway. Yeah. Might as well take him out with you. Oh, I think part of it is that she still doesn't necessarily believe that she can't get out of it. Oh, yeah, she tries at the very end. She tries all the yeah, way Yeah, and as end. we see at the end. Yes. They Both leave. in terms of, like, can I convince him kind of thing. And, and probably just pure denial. But then also, like, yeah, maybe I can fight my way out of this kind of thing. So. Mm-hmm. And so they go outside, and she's like, all right, just shoot me over here, maybe, away from everyone. Though they're still, like, out in the city. So it's like, it feels like you're maybe slipping a little bit here. The Florida guy was like, he's out kind of in the boonies, maybe, and mm-hmm. kind of get him in his house separated, but, like, just walked out of a restaurant where everybody saw you with this woman. If she disappeared, they'd be like, well, it's the guy who was who was with her. Who will, though? The guy in the restaurant? I don't know. That guy. Who knew her? Wait, really, though? He'd be like, well, he was in here. She was in here with a white man. And then what? And then she was ended up dead, not 50 feet from the restaurant. Yeah, but then what? I don't know. I don't know the police You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do? You I gonna, guess. I guess it's not as clean as. I, I don't guess. think it's <laughs> to get away from it. No, but you remember what he says before he, does before, they go into the, before he goes in there in his monologue, Jack. He's always monologue. He is always monologue. I just tuned him out. I couldn't stand him. He says, whenever a woman is slain, the oh, suspect so the husband, is always the, the husband, husband or the boyfriend. All right. Let's just so, it would seem his, he's just banking on that to a large extent that like, if I just kill this woman, it's the scrutiny is not going to fall. Again, why would it ever fall to him? Because who is he? 
Yeah, they don't know. But there's no connection. Yeah. And so she walks out, and her heel breaks. And she's like, "Can you help me out?" And then he blasts her in the head instead of helping her up. And then it's revealed she was holding. She was there was like a knife in her purse or in her hand. So assumingly he'd grab. He she'd grab her hand and go for the. She was gonna try to try to get him. him. Good plan. I mean, good honor. Yeah, you can't really fault her for trying, right? I mean, yeah. Come on, just fault her for trying. Gotta give it a go. Mm-hmm. So then it's on to the last guy who's the original client who hired him to do the deed, and then hired these guys to to, to clean it up afterwards. Yeah. Um, He's just, this one, I mean, the inter- we haven't really gotten too deep into it, but the interesting thing is, like, throughout this, the the fun little um, methods, right? Yeah. Fun little, I <laughs> said. It's methods of assassination. But the, the methods he does and, like, the explanations and things. He, in the beginning, he, like, muses about, like, oh, kind of like some nice quiet jobs. I don't do any of those lately. Um, where, you, you know, what is he, and he calls it, like, art, artsy, right? Artful mm. or whatever. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Like know, drowning. <laughs> yeah. But, but, like, the ones that really look like accidents because sniping a man in a hotel room well like you got it done right it's very um, clearly you can get away with it it's very clearly he was murdered right where it's like poisonings and you talk about like radioactive stuff I mean, that's yeah that's it t- slow poisonings you just talk about slow poisoning stuff like yeah where you can uh yeah basically try to get away with it um and, and we do but we do see his more artful side come out in some mm-hmm. of these right when he's like when he yeah when he drugs a dog and he's the key fob thing yeah and this one he's or in the when he gets to 80 he like impersonates a garbage man gets a big garbage bin and throws him in there and stuff he's recycling he's got a little recycling yeah, he's got all the, the um storage units full of all this stuff i think it's fine yeah. and then this yeah this final one he like follows the security guard actually first right mm. and and tells that guy to the extent that he knows that he's like okay this guy goes to this g- or works at this gym i don't no, know he, he, go, he, he gets go- a free trial at the gym and then steals the janitor it's, an, it's not the security guard it's the janitor right and the janitor's key fob his key fob and then he can get into i don't know how that the lockers gets all the way up to oh the lockers and then he gets the card steals the guy's card yeah so there it is and he makes it with some shitty orders on amazon or whatever for like a scanner thing i couldn't tell what that was it yeah was some key fob nonsense i don't yeah, know something i was like that's all kind of neat again the whole kind of like ooh, it, somewhat creative methods involved it's not like you know he's not just like a john wick assassin of like Run. I just walk into a room and kill everyone <laughs> with my invincible suit and my yeah. samurai sword. It's like, look, I have techniques and yeah. methods and things. He breaks into his breaks into the guy's house and it's like, hmm. Wait, wait for him when he gets home. And he's like, oh, and, he, and just a bunch of random like, oh, it's actually, I didn't, I'm sorry, it's happened. Like, I have no problem with you. It's just kind of like what the guy said. It was protocol and uh, but uh, it's like, yeah, I'm just showing you how bad your security is. And don't make me come back and like put radioactive shit in your coffee mug and you'll die from face neurosis. Bye. But hasn't kill him. Doesn't kill him. What do you think of that, Jack? I just I don't know. I felt nothing about it. <laughs> okay, you. <laughs> I was like, I guess I don't kill. I thought he was gonna kill him. I was like, feels like you just kill him all. It's revenge. You didn't. Right, but he doesn't. He 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 makes you know conscious just decision not to. And you got nothing. <laughs> I nothing. I, I just didn't care for it. I was like, okay. Well, you did. Okay, well that's something. If you didn't care for it, would you I, expand? I, I thought he, I just felt like you would just would kill him. I feel like he doesn't. The empathy thing is played too. There's too little of it. I feel like he brings yeah. it up, and there's yeah. a there's a little part with the like clerk, but then yeah, I don't know. Doesn't I feel like it doesn't build enough for him to like eventually spare someone's life. That's how I that's how I see it. Maybe I think it's kind of building all movie. I think the fact that he keeps repeating it, right? Mm-hmm. I think it comes to very humble. And like I said, I think depending on how you look at it, each one of these has it in an angle that you could look at it through, right? The the empathy kind of thing. Like, the reason he didn't 
yeah, he 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 followed through on the secretary's wish, even though it was kind of fucked up in its own way. But he did ultimately he did what she asked, right? The fact mm-hmm. that he didn't kill the dog, the fact that I don't know what do you do for Tilda Swinton, <laughs> then just blast her away immediately. I don't know. I see. That's what I'm saying. Like he, he does that one's not so. But again, I think it's it's clear building. It's so the, the part where in the in the voice of where he has that hesitation of like no empathy, and you kind of like yeah, that, yeah, that was, that's when he's um, when he starts. And then I'm like, the, I don't know, I don't know. The, that's what I'm saying. Like the Tilda Swin thing, like there isn't a as a clear one. So no, like, you're, probably, you're not wrong. But I think in general, I do think that the signs are there. I think personally, like it's building up to that. And even like um. I mean, is it is it like? Do you think it's implied that the reason he messes up the first hit is because he's starting to have doubts about this whole thing? Um, I would say no. I think he just fucks it up. That's just purely an error. Like he just has just he fucks up, and then he starts to doubt simple himself. Simple mistake. And then like he's like, oh, I got to. But he has that finish. whole like he can't get his breathing under control and stuff. I don't know. There could be something. I'm not saying, I, but yeah, because like I don't know. It feels like he might be shaken from that guy who showed up to give a mail. Like the things that happened before that would also yeah. shake him up that are in the back of his mind because he like clearly thinks of all this stuff. You could be right. Um, just being an assassin. So like, anyway, my main problem with movies is too much fucking monologuing. There's too much of him in his own I, head. Yeah, again, I can't disagree. Going on that, and on and on. Like I said, for the reasons we said before, voiceover like that is is can be perilous. <laughs> yeah, you just do a whole movie full of that. Is the real less is more, and we had way too much. You know, tying into thing we already kind of mentioned, but Ridley Scott, right? Blade Runner is uh, perhaps one of the best examples of this. Like the original Blade Runner mm. um, theatrical cut had, for whatever reason, studio mandated to shove in all this voiceover, right? And he did voiceover for the whole movie. And it's, I've never watched it with that version, but apparently it's atrocious. Cut off, well, yeah. It just ruins the whole thing, basically, right? And that's why then, like, he gets cut all those different yeah, ways. The, the uh, director's cut. director's cut is, is like a completely different movie. No, there's the final cut, but I don't know the difference between the two. Because the final cut's the one you can watch on HBO, or the one I watch on HBO yes. Max. I don't know off the top of my head either. But again, yeah, voiceover is a. Is a it's not quite the same as in like because I know the one in that one is that it was. I think in Blade Runner, it's too much like just explaining everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. Like the audience is too dumb to understand kind of thing. This isn't explicitly that, but um, yeah, it definitely. I I can't disagree to get sold, but it didn't. It did not ruin my enjoyment of the whole movie by any means. And like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's an interesting idea that like maybe he is can leave this behind because this whole conversation with Tilda Swinton's pretty pessimistic where she's like well you're never gonna leave it behind and I thought I could too and here I am and now I'm gonna die and you're gonna die too and you're gonna, you're gonna remember this moment when they get you kind of thing mm. but then the actual ending is again he at the you know for the last one he's able to make the sort of empathetic choice I guess by not killing this dude um and then he's like you know just chilling with his with his girlfriend maybe maybe truly starting a new the chapter in his life not going to be a hitman guy anymore. I mean, he killed his handler, so it seems... To get an eye twitch? You get a little eye twitch at the end, which I'm not sure what that is meant to I don't know, signify. And then he ends it with talking about... Because he references in the beginning. He's like, well, there are the few and the many, and you got to make sure you're one of the few. And he references that again at the end. I was like, yeah, okay. But now he says he's just one of the, one men- of the many. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's clearly he, that's what I mean. Like, he's trying to, like, you know, change, start over kind of thing. I don't think that's... I don't think it's terrible, you know. Yeah. And self isn't. No. I saw someone I in the article I was reading about how like, ooh, you know, Brad Pitt we almost did this and then to pass it up, the person writing it was like, not all not you know, Brad Pitt was wrong. This isn't one of this isn't super pessimistic. It's one of Fincher's most hopeful movies. Now he doesn't have a particularly hopeful filmography, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But I also didn't th- this wasn't like 
incredibly like uplifting by any means. No, I mean, it is silliness, but it's like, it's yeah, pe- maybe, maybe this horrible guy can be better <laughs> going forward, but it wasn't like, you know, message of the century or anything. No. Maybe, maybe you gotta get tired of murdering people. <laughs> maybe humans shouldn't murder each other. Yeah, right? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> That's basically it. Yeah. Maybe this murderer can, can stop being a murderer for a while. Yeah, Who knows? Live with all the money he has. He's like, I guess I've made enough money killing. Yeah, now that I've, I've killed so many people that I've amassed quite a, quite a, a nice fortune. Nice a day. fortune that they referenced to be so great that he could just leave it all and start a whole new life and no one would be able to find him. Nice little nest egg of his that he can just now comfortably retire on and live a nice happy life with his his wife because he killed all the people he had to kill. <laughs> but, you know, there's something to that. Something. Again, he's getting empathy, maybe, Jack. So, maybe. Listen, that's something. <sighs> I guess. I liked it. I did not. I don't know why. You can, I think you're being a little harsh, but... I, again, I can't deny. I, I the, the the voiceover did stand, stand out to me as well. I can't. Won't take that away from you. But it didn't, again, it just didn't ruin the movie as much as it seems to have for you. Yeah. I think because it, it just... I. It just kept appearing. I guess I thought like, all right, they did it for twenty minutes. Surely we'll just not really have it that much. But then it just like kind of, it. I guess coming it coming back isn't a huge deal. Like a little spurts, but I feel like they were when they came back, they were too long anyway. And it's like, all right, I'm already I'm already tired of it, and you're just kind of adding on to it. So I'm not gonna get. I'm just not gonna come around full circle. I'm not gonna become endeared by it. Mm-hmm. So, can anything to say about it? I don't think so. Do okay. you think it's one of the best movies of the year? Absolutely not. Uh, what other movies did I see this year? Well, I guess they came out this year, I should say. The two things aren't necessarily the same. Yeah, we've seen like almost 40 movies this year. <laughs> <What do> you... <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Barbenheimer, the big ones. Well, yeah, definitely not better than those movies. Guy uh, Ritchie's The Covenant. Maybe better than... Co- Operation Fortune Rouge de Guerre. Shazam. You gave it a worse score than The than the Covenant, so... Yeah, I did. Um, I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll do it at the end of the year. I don't want to do yeah, it now. Yeah, Shazam. We got, we got a month left. For our Shazam. <laughs> Shazam, uh, not Black Adam. Uh, Amy uh, and three Guardians. Well, yeah, it's the superhero ones. The superhero. I tried to the non-superhero ones. Um, there's another one I'm forgetting. I'm, I'm trying to think of, but it doesn't matter. Again, we'll do it's it. Mission Impossible. Oh, oh yeah, we did. That was this year. Oof. <laughs> yeah, this year is like two months ago. Still this year. <laughs> We're just saying, like you couldn't, but like wow, that I was this remember. year. Of course, I, it was. I truly year. didn't remember that movie came out this year. Like I had forgotten. <laughs> there you go. And great. Now I got to remember that fucking awful movie. Well, okay, so was it better than possible? No. <laughs> Damn, all right. There you go. All right. Well, so with that, we'll have to take it to the end here. As always, thanks so much for listening. We hope you agree with everything we said unequivocally, even if we ourselves disagree with each other. Got to play both sides. Um, as always, you can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts every single week. Uh, you can find us on, on social media, on Twitter, at Akatech Jazz. That's Akatech J-A-Z. On Gmail, at Akatech Jazz at gmail.com. And on Instagram at the Akatech Podcast. As always, our logo is done by Finley Show Jeffrey Gonzalez. You can find him at inkocean.jpg on Instagram. Our intro was done by Friend the Show Joey B. You can find him on Joey B Music on Instagram. Uh, I, I do I don't know if that's his Spotify as well, but if you find him on Instagram, you'll find all his links and all that to his various music uh, and where he performs. Uh, and as always, we wrote it, we produced it, we built all the sets. Say good night to the people, Zach. Good night. Good night. Godspeed.